you do not like hearing the following words, booger, sex, poop, butthole, fart, pee, boobies, sack, jingleberry, booger fake, then this show might not be for you. CAP. All right, Rich. Uh, that was Lake Street Dive, and uh, they're they're going to be coming to the uh, Lowell Summer Music Series. Come, uh, I want to say August twenty eighth. I got some nice. tickets. Hey, Bob, we're going to need this middle microphone. Oh. All right. See, we we get this Hello. everywhere. Hey, all right. So, uh, hey, how are you? I'm Chris Bublon, joined in studio. I got Alan Richardson. That's me. I'm Alan. I have Carissa Johnson. That's hey. me. I'm Alan. Matt Berry, call out. <laughs> and I have Mr. Bob Philpot pushing buttons. Hey, answering Ooh. the phone call if you so choose to. Uh, let us know if we're not on the air. See, I, I made a mistake. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to do the show this week. And uh, our own Ryan Johnson, who programs everything, he... It's my uh, brother. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> well, his is John Stinn with the T. Oh, yeah, never so. mind. I lied. <laughs> and um, he, he programs everything. And I was like, hey, I might not be here. So he, he scheduled Beatles in before because he's on vacation for a week. Um, but we're here, and I, well, I fixed hey, the problem. Hey, want to listen to that? Give us a call. So, so you missed Tell me just to get off talking here. about an awesome birthday and uh, eating a bunch yeah, we'll of talk about food your wedding and, and stuff. Damn. Yeah, we did, we did just for a minute. So, hey, hey, <laughs> tune in or download this online later because you can hear all about Pooplon's wedding with all the bacon and beer. All the bacon and beer. Oh, speak of the devil. <laughs> I'm just kidding, honey. She just walked in. She's not a devil. <laughs> Anyway, hey, you know what? I was thinking uh, Father's Day is this weekend. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Father to me. Yeah, I've been doing my best. I do let you eat my kids' leftovers. Yeah, you sure do. <laughs> not not in a weird way, miss. Not in a weird way. Just, Just nuggets. You, you know, sometimes they don't eat their dinner, and I can't let it go to waste. I come time and eat their nuggets. <laughs> uh, but the, I was thinking, we did this for Mother's Day. Like, what's the best mom, uh, Mother's Day, uh, not mom, but uh, sitcom mom. Well, what's the best sitcom dad? You know, uh, I think the answer to both is... Uh, not Bill Cosby. No, well, <laughs> craftiest. Uh, not best. John Goodman and Roseanne. Ah, uh, what about Tim the Toolman? Uh, Come on. I don't, uh, that guy was not a, a good father, man. He had to ask his neighbor for advice, and that guy had no kids. Well, everybody needs advice from time to time. He was He's had his own TV show, and he made things uh, that, um, you know. All right, I'm going to... I'm going to break it down. More power. His confidant was a man named Al who wore flannel all the time. Now, I'm a man named Al, and I wear flannel a lot. We are not the people to take advice from. <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor was just not, not all there as a dad. He wasn't the same as John Goodman and Roseanne. Yeah. Well, his name is Tom, right? Tom? T no, Tim Taylor. No, and Roseanne. I know Tim. Oh, and Roseanne. What yeah. was what was uh, uh yeah. what's his name's name? John Goodman. I don't know. I never really watched Roseanne a whole lot. It's intense. I um <laughs> yell a lot. Do <laughs> uh, you want to get behind a microphone, Gabby? 
Come hang sure. out with us. <laughs> sure means yes, I find out. Gabrielle Davis is joining us. Welcome. Uh, yep, yep. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. She, uh, uh, my, my new wife. Thanks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. I don't know who's the luckier one. Probably me, Chris. Yeah, probably me. I don't. I don't know you too well, but Chris. Chris. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I know. I know Chris. It's Chris. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What am I talking about? Uh, you're, yeah. You're a, you're a beer uh, knowledge expert. Beer you're enthusiast. You can go wrong with such a catch. Former marine. Yeah, come on, come on. Radio host, comedian, plays the ukulele. Yeah, and it's sending me places. Parodies, Bachman Turner Overdrive in the back. <laughs> I mean, come on. And that you know he can drink beer like a champ. Yep. I can fall asleep like one as well. <laughs> if the guys on Deadliest Catch ever decided to take their uh, like adventures to the land, he'd be the catch. <laughs> he'd be the one that all like, let's get the pool blown. <laughs> We're done wow. with King Krabs. Anyway, hey, who's your favorite sitcom, Dad? I know I'm asking the wrong person, but you can give me somebody, right? Uh, can you give me a moment? I don't really watch that. Okay, well, Krista, hmm. you, you've been here for a little while. I'd say the one on Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, the one that wah, 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 wah. kind of stays out of the way. You're such a <laughs> classic punk singer. All those pounds are not there. The government. He keeps the heck out of Charlie Brown's way. He's a good dad. What about you, Bob? You know what? I'm I'm just an old guy who watches the news. <laughs> really? You never watched any shows where you're like, oh, uh, it's favorite sitcom, Dad. Yeah. If I were to Nigel Thornberry. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Can I change my answer to Uncle Phil? Does well, that count I as a father? Want to change my answer to Al Bundy now? Oh, yeah. you remember Al Bundy, that's right? That's a pretty good one, actually. Oh, pig. <laughs> oh wait, that's not a sitcom. Never mind. I'm doing cartoons. Well, it's all around. I don't uh, mind cartoons. Hey, well, uh, Peter comedy. Griffin, cool. right? Yeah, Peter Griffin's a great dad. He's yeah. A I mean, he's a horrible dad. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Meg. There's <laughs> <laughs> another good sitcom dad. What was the last episode I saw where uh, she she went through something, and he was legitimately asking her how her day was, and she's like, I don't want to tell you because you're just going to make fun of me. It's like, no, Meg, I legitimately want to know. I'm your father. I care for you. And she's like, no, I, I don't think so. I, I, I really think that you're just going to make fun of me. And it was like a, like a five-minute back and forth. And then she's like, okay, well, it makes me feel really good that you want to hear about my day. Anyway, this and this. Anyway, that's the end of the show. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for where to plug that in? Sure. Is the, it I, I don't know. Maybe you know a quarter inch in the middle. Oh, for the... You might be out of luck. Would yeah. it fit <laughs> what is there something plugged into that uh no there's just no uh no. there's no adapter oh yeah well that that's it it might be a little fidgety oh is it this is a uh, fantastic planning on our part <laughs> but anyway dude to, you guys tuning in or hearing all the behind the scenes <laughs> what's going on uh uh al bundy that that's on my list he's a good dad yeah, I mean, he always gave them money. I don't know if he was only giving them once. He was in No Ma'am. No Ma'am? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How many seasons did that last? I want to say seven. Seven? Seven, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to, like, bring my mind back to the shelves of Bull Moose. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure you sell the seasons there. Oh, yes, we do. I can draw, like, the spine and cover of almost every movie, I think, at this point. Yeah. All right. So Ooh, I am. I was wrong. 
Or how many seasons? Eleven. Eleven? Yeah, well, it's weird when you're a child actor and you're growing up in that. Is that weird for you to, uh, you know, Is grow up with that? Is it weird for you as a child actor, for Yes. <laughs> Were you a child actor? Struggle. <laughs> yeah. Especially on Disney. Those days, those were rough. Yeah. 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 She was the original Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't take it up with the first season, though, so that never aired. Then they called the second season the first season. And, and they switched with you Miley. with Miley? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can only watch her episodes in Japan. Yeah. Real world cultural over there. Had I stayed in it, I would have inducted Joan Jett into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. I could see that. But I didn't. I, I can't think of too many Disney parents. Oh, how about uh, uh, parents? I don't know. Uh, Phineas and Ferb? They're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, I didn't know they had a dad. Oh, they have a dad. He's always doing things, so he he's never there. Okay. And then the kids are building stuff, and <laughs> they coming up I don't with songs. To be the guy you think is a good dad, the dad is never there. You're a dad. Well, I'm just My saying. My dad is Chris Poublan. He he's an interesting dad. Poublan. Poublan. Hmm. It's Poublan. Whatever. <laughs> Alan Richardson. Yeah, you can call me that. <laughs> Charts, Every email I send to like my bosses in the office at work, I sign as Quailin now. Quailin? Why Quailin. is that? Why does everyone say Quailin? I don't know. I, I thought it was Quailin. No, it's Quailin. Isn't Quailin? It? Yeah. I said mine as Croissant. Nice. Don't <laughs> copy me. Uh, okay. oh, it caught on, though. Now people email Quailin, and I get like stuff in the mailer like the Quailin. No yeah. one ever asked me why. Like, <laughs> one person did, and I was like, I just started doing it one day. Right. And they were like, all right. Which I don't know what that means about me. The people that ready to accept that I was just like, nah, screw it, I'm quailing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I call my son Bob, and I just see if he tries to catch on. Like, my son will be like, hey. You call Bob your son? No, no, I, well, my son's name is Billy, and uh, he'll be like, hey, Daddy. I'm like, hey, what's going on, Bob? <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing, I'm hungry. <laughs> and I'm always waiting for him to be like, why'd you call me Bob? But he never does. So I always just try to see how... Because he's tr- maybe he's starting to think his name's Bob, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're his dad. How old is he? He's five. Oh. I've been doing it forever. He's <laughs> forever? Then he probably well, thinks his name's Bob. <laughs> well, maybe. His name. What are you doing? I normally call him, like, hey, Billy, but sometimes I just feel like his name should oh, be Bob. Only sometimes. Yeah, only sometimes. So I don't always call him Bob, but most times, sometimes, most times, sometimes. <laughs> most times, sometimes, call him Bob. Yeah, I, and I do. Um, I think I do the same for my other kids, even my daughter. Uh, You're making a therapist but, a lot of money in the future. <laughs> in the future. You know somebody's got to get them to work. Uh, maybe i got to start calling them Dave. Maybe that'll like, Ooh. like, well, whoa, yeah. wait a minute. Bob sounds too close to Billy and or or Bub, I guess. You gotta really shake it up. Maybe I gotta shake it up or or like call them. Hey, hey what's going on, Steve? Calling <laughs> Qualen. Yeah, Qualen. Let's go, Qualen. Well, Qualen's taken. I can't really, but yeah. he won't know. Yeah, I mean, I'll know. <laughs> I'll know. Look at you, little funny. Oh no. Now. <laughs> when I go into the trash late at night to eat all the nuggets they didn't eat. Yeah. I'll hear you say, like, I love you, Quailin. Good night. It'll help when and I'll uh, think you're talking to me, and I'm just going to have, like, oh, such like a nice walk home. Armful of nuggets, love in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Might help going to the park, though. I'm more concerned the fact that you're digging through our trash for. I'm not digging. I'm not digging. Chris leaves in there for me. Yeah, it's in a separate bag. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it's not so, weird. Um, not like digging through your trash. No, come on. Right. Nothing, nothing strange. Your husband here uh, leaves do. a bag of nuggets that uh, your sons don't eat. 
And then I, in turn, come when the moon is up and the sun is down, and I go through the trash, and I take the bag, and I start eating the nuggets. It's not always just chicken nuggets. Sometimes it's the chili. Oh, my God, that's the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sometimes it's Um, uh, tacos with chicken chicken fajitas I made. Kids didn't like it. I mean, Chris does know that that my worst... I I don't like leftovers, so... Oh, I I do, I'm so glad that someone's... When you guys when you guys had fajitas, this is the sweetest thing he's ever done. He uh, lit some candles underneath the trash can lid, turned it upside down, and left them on top, so it was right. actually sizzling by the time I got them. Yeah, and as it, if I wasn't an authentic Mexican restaurant. It's a twofer type of deal too, because it keeps the animals away at the same time. Yeah, I tend to do that. So uh, it, Alan's the only animal that I want eating our food. Or you can stop that, that sentence at once. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the name of my autobiography. <laughs> I'll take your leftovers. <laughs> I, I want to read this when it comes out. And do I get a signature copy? Yeah, you will. You guys can all come join me in my party bus for the book tour. Uh, Carissa, you're, of course, not invited. Oh, thanks. Um, I'm joking. You can drive the bus. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll take it. Cool. Right on. So, hey, uh, the after party. <laughs> after party where Alan eats food out of the poop on trash. <laughs> I learn something new every day. Yeah, I'd rather keep eating those crazy hot dogs you eat. Oh, man, yeah, I do eat a lot of hot dogs. The other day, uh, I was in the fridge, new hot dog story. Yeah. Uh, first uh, awkward encounter with my roommate, he saw me take out his pack of hot dogs from the fridge, look at him, and put them back. <laughs> and he was like, we're going to eat those? And I was like, no. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, just checking out the quality of hot dogs you eat. Now, what's your favorite kind? I don't really... I've been going with Nathan's. I like Nathan's hot dogs. I do enjoy Nathan's. I usually just buy... Not Nathan Burke. cheap hot dog. <laughs> I've had a hot you dog cooked clarify? by Nathan Burke. Yeah. <laughs> in my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of my dreams, Nathan Burke cooks me hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know where to go with that. That's... You, that's exactly what my therapist said, and I was like, "Come on, I'm paying you." <laughs> oh, so, favorite sitcom dads? Hey, if you have a sitcom dad and you're, you're tuning in, you're like, "Hey, I, I want to get in on this." Nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero. I realized I did not even give the phone number away, and someone still called. Yeah, somebody still called. Somebody knew the Thank answer. Thank you, Google. Yeah, no problem. So- uh, yeah. Can I change my uh, my sitcom dad answer to Uncle Phil? Does he count as a sitcom Who's Uncle dad? Phil? In uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He's an uncle. He's not a dad. Well, he's he's Will's father figure, and he's also Carlton's dad. Yeah. Oh. Why would you pick him, though? Uh, that dude's the best dad. Okay, you have a troubled nephew. Yeah. You take him under your wing. You're rich, though. Yeah. So? He has... What does that have to do with it? What else does he do besides yell at him when he gets in trouble? He, oh, he runs well. a bank running operation out of his bank. Yeah. And he wants to flood the streets with banks. Well, you know what? If you want to go with that, I'd rather go with Carl Winslow. Yeah? Yeah, because he had to deal with Steve Urkel. Yeah. Um, no, he was, he was. Go home, go home, go home, go home. Remember that? Yeah, dude, you are not. You don't have a good dad role models. Well, no, because he I'm had to deal with a lot. Because when times got tough, out of your trash. When, when when times were sad and, and, and Steve Urkel was in, in in trouble, Carl was there to help him out. But you know what? Steve would always break stuff. What, what was this thing? Did I do that? Carl had to put up with a lot. He also did save Bruce Willis in Die Hard. That's true. He did. <laughs> Well, you know, you are on to something about his dad role models. I think you might be. Like, well, I'm not going to talk about me. 
I mean, let's turn the, let's if, turn if the after party into a deep therapy session <laughs> for Spoo Blonde. Maybe we should. <laughs> it was yeah. never there! <laughs> well, like the Some first Mari dad, you're like, he's a great dad. He's never there. He's always out working, so the kids are doing whatever well, they want to do. he's doing cool stuff, though. That's Phineas and Ferb. You know, I must say, Phineas and Ferb, pretty cool kids. I, if I had those kids, I'd be like, yeah, yeah please build me a roller coaster in my backyard. <laughs> but everything always disappears by the time the Mom sister, you know, yeah. Like the Rugrats. The, the Rugrats? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still. He's a good dad. Where uh, he, was, he was building toys and stuff. That would be a pretty cool dad. He had purple hair, too, didn't he? <laughs> purple hair, yeah. <laughs> How would that translate to uh, real life? Would that be like... Bra- <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of cartoons, I guess. Like, yeah. what, Doug Funny? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like a Mr. Dink. Oh, yeah, Mr. <laughs> Dink. <laughs> what a horrible show. Yeah. Just, I was re-watching that recently, and uh, I don't want to say it was horrible. I guess it was fun. It was I just bizarre. It. Yeah, I watched it, I never it understood too. it. Neither did I. Nothing ever stuck with me from that show. Patty Mayonnaise and... Yeah, it was a very bland show, but it was still, like, cartoons moving <laughs> that would hypnotize my eyeballs, mm-hmm. and I went, it was, I don't know. His dad was always like, get out of the house. Hate <laughs> <Right laughs> the neighborhood. Or uh, what about Butter's dad <laughs> from South Park? Oh, yeah. Put <laughs> that look off your face. That's Damn, the that's one I'm thinking look. of. <laughs> I can't you believe you're still making putting. that face. You're grounded, mister. I got to hate myself. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for Butters. What are some other good dads? Oh, Stan's dad. Stan's dad's a Randy. solid dad. Yeah. Randy is a... <laughs> He'll do anything for his kids. <laughs> Even if he doesn't want his dad to do it. What about the episode where um, what, uh, Stan was fighting all the dads for the baseball? Kids didn't want to play Little League. They didn't want to play baseball in the first place. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, everybody was cheering them on so they could win. And his, uh, the, the Stan's dad, Randy, his goal was just to fight with other drunk dads, and, and he would get arrested. Dad. Yeah. He was a good dad. He's a pretty good dad. <laughs> Can you give me a beer, son? <laughs> you know who's uh, a good dad? Rick Moranis in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. Good dad. Honey, Although I... the fact that he did shrink the kids. Well, they they were nibbling where they shouldn't have been nibbling. Well, you know, that's quite the experience. Not too many kids get to... Uh... Do you have an aunt? It's also quite the expression. Yeah, they've been nibbling where they shouldn't be nibbling. Yeah, man, they were they were playing where things could get drastic. And, they were going and then, through other people's trash, stealing their chicken nuggets. <laughs> hey, I'm nibbling right where I should be. <laughs> and playing with a shrink ray. What do you expect to happen? <laughs> there are times where I wish I had a shrink ray. <laughs> really? When do you need a shrink ray? Oh my. Oh, if this was the 11 o'clock hour, I'd have an answer. <laughs> Wait, you need to wait till 11 to have an answer? I'm not going to keep going with this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is prior no. to 10 o'clock. Come on, come on. All right, well, <laughs> there's a few times, you know, trash, trash, you just disappear. Whoa, 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 let's not be shrinking your trash. Let me believe out of it. All right. I know, right? I get it. I'm overweight. <laughs> Don't shrink the trash, though, right? <laughs> Let me do this on my terms. <laughs> Shrinking the trash. Oh, that'd be great. Sometimes, you know, you have too many bags. Maybe we can shrink the whole bag. You can shrink the cars in front of you and run them over on the freeway. You know what I loved about, Could honey? I, I shrunk you know, the kids. How about, how about cars? I would totally be like... That's like my former road rage. I just blast them with a shrink ray. Boom. Gone. Now, gone. my question is, after? are you shrinking lucky the car or the people? 
Do they shrink all at once? Everyone or does, shrinks does together. Does the car and shrink and then the people sit inside? Because then you have a problem. <laughs> no, I think I shrink everybody. Just little cars, little people. Have your road rage and some other, you know, somewhere else. What? Somebody making tomato I sauce? Very painful death. <laughs> Not just quick. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's always all my problems. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Best good dads. Dad. What are some more good dads? There's a lot of them. There's a ton of good dads. What a Bob Saget. I had a pretty cool dad. You had a pretty cool dad? Yeah, but that's, I mean, Keenan's dad. I'm biased. Keenan and Kel. Keenan, what, I, did you ever see their dad? Yeah. Keenan's dad, not Kel's dad. Kel's I never dad really watched went that out show. For cigarettes one day. <laughs> he never came <laughs> home. Well, his uh, his dad was Ken Foray, who was like in a bunch of horror movies. Oh yeah. So it was always weird seeing him not be a, like a terrifying, gigantic dude. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get it, man. I'm a nerd. I I don't know cool references. I, I can't think of too many cool sitcom dads. The only, well, they don't have to be cool sitcom dads. Archie Bunker? Yeah, the I was thinking dad of... I can think of that, I mean, I would say would be, like, awesome would be, uh, like, Bruce Willis and Armageddon. Oh, come on. I know, but you I... You just I, have a thing for Bruce Willis. I Yeah, I have a thing for Bruce Willis. Or, or Bruce Willis and uh, <laughs> the, whole fifth, the whole 50 yards, 9 yards. Ten yards. yards. Oh, same yards. I know, but she's just gonna throw him in movies. <laughs> or Bruce Willis and Hostage. Die Hard. Or Bruce Willis. Hey, and Bruce Willis and Die Hard. No, dude, Bruce Willis and Die Hard's a bad dad. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, not, he's good not dad. There. He's trying but, to make yeah, up but for it's it. Bruce and you don't see I mean, her till Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah, which was an awesome movie. You know, it wasn't. I don't good. care if he a jumped on the jet. Die Hard. Oh, yeah. Whatever Bruce Willis does, I mean, you just gotta forgive the guy. Like, it's okay. It's Bruce Willis. You should, you should watch. You know what upsets me about Bruce Willis is all the bad things people say about. Like, yeah, he's he's a real real jerk. jerk. Yeah, and that makes me say, I want to have the the my own persona, like Bruce Willis. He, we'd go have a beer, we'd eat a burger and fries, and we'd hang out. We'd shake hands, and we'd compliment each other. <laughs> what? I don't know. Wow. I mean, like, you're awesome. And he's like, well, you're a person, <laughs> and I'll take that. <laughs> well, oh, thank man. you. You're and that's human. the compliment to me. You're human. You're human. <laughs> I recognize your existence. We're in the same room together. <laughs> You don't look that Thank deformed, you, Bruce. So. Thank you. <laughs> you should watch A Good Day to Die Hard, though. It is, it's, it's the most amazing thing I've seen in a movie where you could honestly tell nobody cared how that thing came out. Like, the entire time, Bruce Willis's face just looks like, yeah, I'll, just, I'll go do this now, I guess. That's what I've heard about the movie quite it's a few insane. times. At one point, like, it, he just he jumps into a truck and starts driving a gigantic truck through the streets of Russia. But he knows all these different shortcuts and how to cut in front of the people. And it's just like, they really just were like, ah, I guess he does this now. <laughs> it was just such a weird thrown-together movie. Yeah. like yeah, That's funny. Like The logistics behind everything he did, how did he do it? Are you letting yourself think about that? Yeah. Is that no? They should have just don't. kept him in New York, right? Well, just like why do you? How does he know how to get around Russia? <laughs> and like the whole time, he has this face like Bruce Willis. Like it looks like Bruce Willis showed up. Someone's like, uh, Bruce, will you get into that car? And he's like, Yeah, sure, whatever. And he gets in the car, and they're like, All right, that that will be in the movie. Right. Like they tricked him into being it or something. He, didn't know he was in it the whole time. <laughs> I, all right, you know what? I got to see this just for that. It, it's worth it for that, right? It's worth it. I if mean, you know what uh, what yeah, you're don't getting spend into. Don't much on it. 
Try to do right. it for free. Yeah. But it, it's worth, it's entertaining if you catch it. Live, which one? Was a Good Day to Die Hard. A Good Day to Die Hard. Yeah, Mark Gallery gave it some pretty horrible reviews. Live Free or Die Hard's awesome. And Die Hard was, yeah, I liked it. I know that, that's when the movies, I, I guess, started going downhill. I, I, I loved Live Free or Die Hard. That was the first like, long break between movies. Yeah. But I guess when he jumped on a jet, nobody was really liking that yeah, part. Yeah, I was so into that. I was, too. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Everyone else is wrong. <laughs> Notice the ladies haven't chimed in for any part of this Die Hard conversation. Homer Simpson? I've never seen Die Hard. Really? Oh, man. And I've let you no. in my car. <laughs> That's okay. I probably shouldn't work at Bull Moose. No. I'm trying to think. What are the dads? I have Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson's not a good dad. He's not a good dad, but he's, well, he's he a dad. He his son from jumping the Springfield Gorge. That was good. Yeah, and didn't he do it instead? Oh, accidentally. Yeah, that was like one of like the early episodes. They yeah. don't even play those on TV anymore. No. <laughs> I don't even. I wonder if FXX does. Because at one point they played like nothing but The Simpsons for yeah. two weeks straight, didn't they? Well, it, it's weird because there's still. I've been reading reports that uh, Marge and Homer are going to get divorced this season. And That's I think just, they should just end it at that point. Uh, yeah. yeah, like they, the Simpsons have been over for a solid thirteen years. That some episodes I see are still pretty funny lately. Really? I, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I think last season. I, I, I mean, l- lately I got cable thanks to Mr. Uh, Philpot on the other side. Uh, he gave me this uh, new fangled idea called an antenna for my TV, and oh Ooh. boy, it works wonders. <laughs> I get Fox and all the channels that matter, and I've been watching Simpsons on Sundays and. Um, there's one show I want to watch. It's kind of dumb. I think it's like some, it, I'm not even going to get into it. But uh, is that break? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I didn't even think about it. But I, I guess we could take a break. Sure. I think the point of those signs is that you don't have to say it out loud on air, and they're like, I, I do read it out loud. I do. Yeah. Well, he, he wrote me a sign. You know what? And all the other people do that <laughs> too. Like we get a phone call, and they're like, oh, it's a phone call. Let's go to the phone call. And I'm like, no, you gotta smooth into it. I just, I don't know, I'm scatterbrained right now. It's been a long day. A little bit. And uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind talking about The Simpsons, but hey, you know, um, it's gonna be a quick one because we're gonna have to go to break <laughs> again too. Yeah. So let's just do it. We're gonna take a quick break, but hey, give us a call. Let us know what your favorite dad is. Sitcom dad, celebrity dad, um, your own dad. That's kind of lame, but maybe it's me. That could be okay. Maybe it's Alan Quillen. Richardson. Quellen. Quellen. Richardson. Quillen. Be your favorite dad. Anyway, hey, uh, we'll Quillen be right back. You're, you're listening to the after party on 980 WCAP. How are you? I'm Chris Bublon, joined in studio. I got Mr. Alan Richardson. Trump, 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 Trump. I have Carissa Johnson. Hey. Trump, Trump. I have Gabrielle Davis. You can call me Gabby. Yeah, I just say the whole thing. That's okay. That's what can I, I call you Betty? <laughs> well, I have Mr. Bob Billbutt pushing the buttons. <laughs> Making things happen. It could be a deal. And I have you, if you so choose to call us at 978-454-4980. We are, uh, I want to ask, what's your favorite dad? And uh, in the meantime, I'm voting for Trump for president. I'm so excited for these debates. (laughs) Good job, I'm so excited. Um, I got a winner. You know, you can can take the fish off the hook, throw it back in the lake, try again. That's the thing (laughs) fishermen do. Wait. I, I figure 
I, he said it a few times when he was talking. He was saying, uh, it can happen. I want to say, why not? <laughs> with, with what a whack job he is. It can happen. I, I will gladly take it. What's four years? You think he'll get it voted in twice? Well, <laughs> I mean, you got to think. I mean, I don't know. He's, he's an intelligent guy. He's run a business. got, you know, pretty far up. You know, he's... Filed for bankruptcy a few times. It's okay. Yeah, but it's not his money. I mean, we're far from bankrupt. Do you think? Uh, I mean, will will the I mean, U.S. blow up? We're far from it. Maybe will we go into another war? You think? I think it will. That's the Wait, only what? thing I can think of that would be bad. Like if he starts a war. If he starts a war, <laughs> yeah, that would be a, a real bummer. If that would. It, but I'm sure he could be impeached. I'm sure there are other because he cannot declare war. And right. everything. There's so many checks and balances. Where I'd uh, like to uh, imagine. Uh, do you think he'd be above that stuff? I mean, he's rich. He doesn't care. I think... Clearly, he doesn't care. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I, I hate to be awful about it. I just don't care at this point. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, whoever that's what it is should really just uh, just hit like the cancel button. <laughs> and we'll just shut down everything. Yeah. Burn down the cities. And we'll, well just I don't start burn down the cities. Let's just start from scratch. No, you can't burn down the cities. Listen, this is why you're not going to vote for me for president. That's why. No, no, definitely yeah. not Alan Richards. I mean, empty out the cities. Don't kill the people. Don't like, vote for yeah, Alan. Yeah. He wants to burn down the cities. Alan Richardson <laughs> wants to burn down your towns and go back to the 1600s. <laughs> <laughs> I I almost might have to vote for. Her. I I vote I vote yes. Before you vote yes, keep in mind of who had rights in the 1600s. <laughs> Not women. Oh, <laughs> Does he still have your vote? <laughs> Dang. I I still might actually vote for you. Yes. So one. Trump. 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 <laughs> I the vice president will be a popsicle. <laughs> you will only come up for speeches at five minutes at a time, ten minutes in the winter, depending on where we are in the country. I, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if someone assassinates him, you will understand the answer to his riddle. <laughs> Classic popsicle stick joke right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to it, because... Uh, what has been four years, and last year, I, those things were always fun, especially like Mitt Romney. Excuse me, it's my turn. It's my turn. My, can, I, can I speak? Can I speak? Like, when you get a lot of that, that's great. So, I mean, I wasn't into this stuff when I was a kid. I didn't understand it. But as I get a little bit older, uh, the blinders come off a little bit. Maybe not. Maybe I'm ignorant. Maybe I just know nothing, and that's why I'm going to vote for Trump. <laughs> it's too early to tell at this point. <laughs> I think it's all, you know, let's, if we're going to talk politics, I'm going to make one point real quick while we're on the air if anyone, you know, if anyone's listening. <laughs> okay, please. Small town politics is where it's at. Yeah. Pay attention to your town politics. Yeah, that's city important. stuff, state senators. That was the stuff. That's where you can make a change right. and do crap. Yeah. Whoever's president, we're, we're screwed. It doesn't matter. President's whatever. At least make your town a little nicer <laughs> before the sun explodes and this galaxy's going. Right. But, I mean, they still have an influence of what's going to happen and what kind of bull, what kind of BS you're going to have to hear. Now, I feel that Donald Trump, with how crazy he seems to be, especially with how everybody else uh, seems to portray him, I, hey, I think he's, <laughs> I don't care at that point. I think uh, instead of the whole Obama controversy, everyone wanting to see his birth certificate, everyone's going to want to see like Donald Trump's actual hair from a childhood. <laughs> like, you got to prove this is your real hair, man. Comb it in front of us. He ain't 
seen our president. Not I don't know his hairline. <laughs> Not back to front, front to back. <laughs> I want to talk to his barber. Let me meet that man's barber, and I'll believe he had his hair cut in the USA. <laughs> I don't know. I, he has my phone right now. I don't really trust Hillary Clinton. Oh, she's running again? Yeah, she's already in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about politics. No, yeah. You know, Just know if you were Hillary Clinton, you could charge $225,000 to speak at an event for, I don't know, like 20 minutes maybe. Oh, I don't know, I don't know how long she was there. Didn't something get released about her emails or something? Yeah, you're... She had a personal email. Yeah, she sent nudes to Bill Clinton. And <laughs> <laughs> he was like, spam. <laughs> I don't know why she's sending me these. You know, I didn't... I didn't vote for Barack Obama last election. I would vote for him this election if he put on a mustache and changed like two letters in his name and tried to run again. <laughs> Which two letters? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just like, you know, be like uh, Rabak, Rabak Obama. And like have just a real fake mustache. I'd be like, if everyone's going to be like, you know, we know it's him, right? Former like, mariachi band singer. Yeah. I'll go, I'll vote for Rabak. Because that guy, is, like, that guy clearly wants to be president more than anybody else. No. You know, the guy that's going to run for a third term with a fake mustache and really not put that, put that much effort into his name. Right. That guy, he just yeah. wants the job. Can he yeah. run for three terms? No. No. That's no, why no, you need the done. mustache and the fake uh, name. Why. You need a civics class. Although there's oh, a conspiracy yeah. that uh, he's going to try to do the third term. but Right? Yeah, they were saying that since uh, his first hundred days in his first <laughs> term, weren't they? Yeah. His whole conspiracy is going to try to take over the world. And yeah. That's such a, like, I feel like that <clears throat> must have been stemmed from some, like, closed-minded person. Be like, yeah, he's the first black president. Oh, and yeah. now he's going to try to run a third term, too. And I bet that guy's going to become president of the moon. <laughs> that's the kind of goals this man has. Hey, uh, I don't want. And I bet they said it just like that. They probably did. <laughs> you know, I've been watching this thing. It was shared on somebody's Facebook, and you know, uh, I know it's good. Uh, impractical. You know, impractical jokers when they mess with the crowd and they're doing something uh, silly. There's these kids that are doing it in like the projects where they'll go up to like. Uh, uh, I African Americans, uh, they, they they look like thugs in the street, really. People that I wouldn't uh, cohort with, and like, all right, one of these kids, his pants is down, like really far down, and he goes, "Hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to help you pull up your pants." They get knocked around, they get punched in the face, they get, <laughs> and I've been really enjoying. Watching these videos, one kid put these squirt guns in his back pockets, and he goes, uh, "Hey, hey, fellas, you want you want to buy some guns? I got some gats, yo." <laughs> I'm like, "Gat? What are you talking about, gat?" <laughs> and one dude gets clocked in the face. The, the, these white kids that are going to these projects and doing this, they're gonna get shot. <laughs> and they're like, "It's a prank! It's a prank!" Uh, this is going nowhere because I'm just explaining it. I'm getting thrilled watching it. This needs to be a reality TV show. That's all I'm saying. It'll be on MTV eventually. One dude was like, I got my own gun. MF. <laughs> and he pulls out. Oh, dude, don't shoot. Don't shoot. It's a prank. It's a prank. This camera's. <laughs> but to see these white kids get beat up over their pranks, that needs to be on FX, man. Like, or on reality TV show. It's like the new Jackass. <laughs> How old are these kids? Uh, probably... Young, your age. Okay. Yeah, they're just dudes trying to make a little like uh, 
Like I want to compare it to impractical jokers only in the in the hood. They're going up to people saying, "Hey, uh, what time is it?" and they grabbed their cell phone and <laughs> they punched in the face. And you see it. It's so I if Jimmy Kimmel's behind this, I'm going to be upset. That's all I'm saying. You got to look it up. Look up uh, when pranks go wrong and you'll see quite a few of them. <laughs> One of them was uh uh, the the guy was looking at uh, this girl, and she she was with her boyfriend. And he's like, "Oh, those are some great melons." And his friend was behind the girl, uh, holding melons, and they get clocked in the face again. Like these guys have to expect it about to happen. Uh, never, I'm done with that. Who's your favorite dad? Sorry, I had to talk about it for a second because if I didn't do it now, I'm not going to do it at all. There's always a part of the show where Chris Bublon explains the plot of something he watched. Yeah, I have to because it was new. Somebody else shared it. I only have two minutes left, so I'm, I'm going to keep talking about this. You got to check it out. What are the, another one they did? Uh, I, I'm just going to watch it again. I'm subscribing to these guys, and when they get shot and they die. Um, I'm gonna feel really bad. I mean, like I'm gonna be there to see it. Damn. No, but it's well. I these pr- some pranks can go really wrong. I, I watched one, and like I said, I don't know if it's real or fake. But uh, one guy, th- there's two people hanging on one side of a building, and they wait for other people to come. And then one guy's like, no, no, no. And then they like clap two boards together, so it sounds like he's getting shot. Then he falls down, and he pretends to die. And then the people coming, they see that, and they get scared, and they run away. Well, one guy got really close, and uh, when that happened, he looked around the corner, and he had a gun. And he shot the guy who was just clapping the boards together. So this guy, he got shot, and... He probably died. There was a lot of blood in the video. <laughs> and you're wondering, was this real? <laughs> this probably not something you should do, because you never know what to expect when you're pranking somebody. I like to imagine that your life is Gabby doing something to help the kids while they're running around yelling, and you sit at a computer with their headphones on, watching pranks go wrong videos all day. No, well, it, it, it's like a four-minute video. It doesn't... I can just imagine like that happening, and the kids are like, Dad, 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 and like, shut up, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, it's not like that. I mean, while I'm doing that, they're watching their own YouTube of Minecraft and stuff. I'm just, I feel like mine's... That or, I'm watching Photoshop tutorials nowadays. <laughs> trying to figure that out. Material. Yeah. And, and my they're watching dad. Minecraft tutorials. So. Yeah. That's fair. It's a smart family. All right. YouTube. So, hey, uh, we have to take a quick break for some Westwood One news. But when we come back, I got some pretty interesting stories to chat about. I got, uh, they got a new line uh, specifically for people to walk and text in. I got uh, a whole bunch of weird stuff coming up. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. We'll be right back. Time now for the odd headlines with the after party on 980 WCAP. Welcome back to the after party on 980 WCAP. How are you? I'm Chris Publon, all by my lonesome. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? I want to mention that. Uh, in the next hour, 11 o'clock, we're going to be talking some beer. i got two of them to talk about. i got Foolproof's Robust Porter, and I have a, a Smutty Nose Finest Kind IPA. Now, uh, 
Both of them are winners in my book. I'm just looking forward to a chat about them. Oh, and Alan Richardson, he's joining us with a Red Bull. All right, here you go. Now, uh, how do you get awake? Now, how how late do you end up staying or sleeping? Not staying, and then you leave. But Obviously, by like one. Yeah, I went through a real bad period of caffeine intake. I thought you were gonna stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a real bad period this week, so uh, you know this is helps with my cramps. But uh, now, like when I worked in Portsmouth. Yeah, there is a coffee place that had free refills all day. So really? you get a coffee cup in the morning. As long as you're in downtown Portsmouth, you come back and get a free refill. I would get sick after the second. Oh, I used to get ten to twelve cups of coffee a day. Really? Uh, a few months into me working there, they stopped doing the free refills all day. Uh, I don't know if it was just for me or for everyone, but uh, they eventually told me no. Yeah. And so then I switched to Red Bulls. Okay. And I was drinking like two or three of the twelve ounce Red Bulls like a day. They give you wings. They do not. They no. gave you stomach problems. Yeah, you know when I was in Iraq, they uh, we had uh, we had cases of Red Bull that we'd take back to our, our we called it cans where we slept. Uh, but then they got rid of the Red Bull and we had Rippets. Uh, they're like these short cans in their energy drinks. And uh, when I was in Iraq, I would drink them just to kind of stay awake. But, yeah, same thing. My stomach was hurting. Yeah. And I remember when we would get our laundry, uh, the Indian fellas would be like, uh, <laughs> what would you like from the chow hall? Because, you know, that would get us our laundry uh, back sooner. And be like, uh, David. A rivet, uh, rivet, a rivet, a rivet, a frog. What? Uh, and then I realized, rip it. And I was like, oh yeah, of course I'll get you a case of them. Yeah. And uh, they they did our laundry quite quickly. Nice. It was very nice. That uh, was good when you were gonna deal like that with people. Yeah. I know. Uh, food really uh, got me some things. See, when I was a cook in the states, it, it never paid off as much as actually uh, cooking overseas, or because I never yeah. cooked, I just had access to the good stuff. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to go to, I guess I'll start off in Orem, Utah. I, I saw that this story just, you know, uh, stood out to me before we came on the air. Uh, officials at Utah Valley University said a staircase with a designated texting lane made famous in viral photos has received positive feedback from students. Uh, the staircase in the Orem School's Student Life and Wellness Center is marked with separate lanes labeled walk, run, and text. So, I know some of them I saw like stairs, so it's almost like a highway, right? That's weird, yeah. Um, uh, the they, pass they, to get off the highway. The yeah, uh, they accommodate the different speeds of students, um, <laughs> but officials said the benefits are more aesthetic than functional. Uh, but I guess, like, better for your. Doesn't matter. <laughs> when you have 18 to 24 year olds walking on campus glued to their smartphones, you're almost bound to run into someone somewhere. It's the nature of the world we live in, said Matt Bambro. Bramboramba. <laughs> the creative no, director. Bramboramba-ramba-ramba. <laughs> How you doing? But that isn't the reason we did it. We use the fact to engage our students to catch their attention and to let them know we are aware of who they are and where they are coming from. The design was meant for people to laugh at rather than real attempt to direct traffic flow. So it was That's only a goof, right? Yeah. It wasn't like I was worried. They were like, <laughs> we need this now. <laughs> <laughs> well, watch it actually work, though. 
It probably will. That's the sad part. <laughs> I mean, maybe people just shouldn't be. I mean, I'm looking at my phone right now as I talk, but maybe people just shouldn't be looking at their phone so much. Well, I, have you you've done that? I'm sure when you're walking and you, oh, you're all the texting time, yeah. as you walk, and I try to look around. I do a lot of like quick, like up and down, up and down all the time. I can't text and drive. That I mean, I. I do my best. It's illegal in Massachusetts, first of all. So I don't want to say I do my best not to. I, I don't. Yeah. I know sometimes I get the text messages, and I know there's a button on my phone where I just hold it, and I'm like, I can't text you. I'm driving. That's probably more <laughs> annoying, but um, and maybe I still shouldn't do that. I just text at red just lights. alone. Yeah, see, that's illegal, too. Is it? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about the law. It's more about, like, I'm not going to text and drive. Right. I text at right. a red light because I'm not going to crash in anything because I'm, I'm sitting there. I've heard so many tragic stories, but, I mean, even still, just, like, walking into the store. <laughs> well, you, you know what? Honestly, I was behind a guy coming home from work, and, like, I work till 1 in the morning a lot, so I go home, and there's a lot of, like, you know, I see a drunk driver every now and then. Yeah. And I saw this one guy that I was just staying far behind. I was like, this guy's hammered. Like, he was just shifting all around the lane. Uh, sorry, I had a burp. <laughs> Red Bulls, man. Uh, my wings are popping up. But uh, he was, like, going on to the Rumble Strip a bunch of times and, like, just going all over the highway. And I was like, Jesus, this guy's, like, wasted. And I drive by, and it's this kid, and I just see the light of his cell phone at the bottom of the screen, and his head's just down laughing. Oh, jeez, yeah. And I'm like, I like, I was like, holy crap. Ever drive with somebody that's texting? No, I don't. I don't actually drive with anyone. I'm always the one driving. Well, every once in a while, I'm the passenger. Oh, see, like, I, I get like anxious, so I like tell people like I'll drive. I well, I don't normally get anxious, but sometimes I'm with somebody I feel like I should trust. Yeah. And then they start texting, and then I'd see them like swerving, and then I want I'm like, dude, come on, come on, dude. I and my seatbelt's on. Yeah. You know, not just because it's legal to, that you have to wear a seatbelt, but because I'm worried I'm going to legitimately die in this person's vehicle because they're te- and and I don't want to be. I, at that point, I guess I don't care if I'm rude. I, I, I'm yeah. legitimately like, hey, my life is in your hands. Stop texting while you're yeah, driving, Yeah, don't be idiot. a jerk about it. <laughs> don't be such a dink. And they can never find their phone. I mean, you're about to crash just because they're looking for their phone. Yeah. Not because they're... They haven't even texted a word yet. <laughs> See, like, if, if I, like... I won't even bother checking my phone while I'm driving unless I know, like, something might come up on the way down there. Yeah. Because realistically, most of the time, like, what can't wait five minutes... You know what I mean? Like what? Come on! Like what? <laughs> but maybe I mean, maybe that's my life. You know, maybe I got nothing going on. But like, you know, like, what gets me? What's gonna change that you have to get to this place? Whatever ha- has your phone ever just blown up? What if it's just like going crazy? Having all the time, dude. I'm wicked popular. <laughs> I'm in, I'm incredibly popular. That's what I start thinking. It's actually le- like legitimately for something important. That's what I'm like. I need to look at what's going on because I'm getting five. Ten in a row, but I realize they're just sending me like two word sentences. Yeah, I'll look in like <laughs> still garbage if like it's a bunch of them, but I don't like care to read them all. Oh boy, but I mean this kind of screams to me about. Uh, I remember going to the market. Uh, I was going to Market Basket, and I saw a little kid, couldn't have been more than five years old, with one of those Leapfrog video games, and <clears throat> wasn't even looking at where the kid was going. <clears throat> but the father, hold on. <clears throat> Excuse me. The father was leading the kid by the head. Like, like kind of holding the kid by the head. And the kid was just playing the games. And, like, when the kid had to turn, the father would, like, turn the kid's head to turn where it needed to turn. And it was amazing to me. I'm like, wow, that kid is trained. (laughs) But it kind of, like, I wouldn't let my kid 
play his game in the market. Yeah. I make my kid miserable and walk around with me and uh, be bored. Well, you know. have to. Well, yeah. You've got to be miserable. Like, you got to teach your kids that when you grow up and you're an adult, you're going to be miserable. <laughs> like, start now so the disappointment's not so great later on. So, that's uh, all about texting. Well, that's stable growing up, trying to get your way and... Yeah. Go to the market with mom, no apparent reason. You just have to. You gotta see what's up. <laughs> Always asking for cereals. <laughs> Always asking for cereal. No. My daughter's into the crave. But uh hey, you know what? We're gonna do hey! sports. <laughs> we got Matt Barry on the line. Hello, sir. How's it going? It's going good, Chris. How are you? Fantastic. What what's the report looking hey! like this week? Well, Chris, I'm uh, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. Where just two days ago, the Golden State Warriors defeated the Cleveland LeBron James 105 to 97 to capture the NBA championship. The Warriors' Andre Iguodala walked away with the MVP despite a large amount of votes for LeBron James of the Cleveland LeBron James. It is worth noting that the Golden State Warriors were the favorite to win the series, but the Cleveland LeBron James were playing without Kyrie Irving, their All-Star rookie, and uh, former All-Star Kevin Love. You want to talk about the NHL, Chris? <laughs> Go for it. Let's talk about the NHL. Over in the <laughs> NHL, the Chicago Blackhawks beat the Tampa Bay Lightning to win their third Stanley Cup in six years. Chicago fans are so happy that they almost forgot about their football team, the Bears, their quarterback, Jay Cutler, and his horrible face. Local resident Ian Howes reportedly was driven to suicide over Jay Cutler's huge contract and stupid forehead. But the <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks victory convinced him to take the gun out of his mouth at least until September. And let's finish it up with some WWE news, Chris. Oh, great, the great. WWE looks like they have a new superstar. This guy Kevin Owens is coming out of their developmental territory, skyrocketing in fan popularity due largely to his character gimmick of being your cool uncle who lives in the basement. <laughs> Kevin Owens fights. He's a, he's a sweaty, bearded man. He fights in a cut-off T-shirt and gym shorts. His special moves are the uh, the power bomb, drinking a six-pack of Natty Light, and showing you porn for the first time. And that's it for After Party Sports, Chris. Back to you. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Matt. I need to get him a bumper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I, I wanted to ask him what he thought about uh, Tom Brady taking $170,000 yeah, to right speak off. for a college. He, he probably got right off because he knew I was going to ask him to say, hey. <laughs> well, hey, let's... After party sports, we're doing a sports segment, and I don't even have to do it. I got Matt Barry to do it for us. So hey, you're getting everything, man. You're getting everything. What a show! <laughs> what a show! We got Matt Barry, <laughs> we got Chris Pooblon, we got that other guy, and we got Bob Philpot. All right, so hey, we're gonna head on over to uh, Rogersville, Tennessee. Ooh. Oh, before we do that, I don't even think I was done this other story. Uh, the stairs were just lifeless before. Blah blah blah. Other students. Yeah, let's just go to Rogersville, Tennessee. <laughs> uh, uh, when Mark Galen of Rogersville, Tennessee, he uh, he heard some noises coming from the apartment next door on June 9th. Uh, he feared domestic abuse and he called the police. Uh, sometimes you just shouldn't get along, huh? No. It turns out the couple in question they uh, they weren't quarreling. Uh they were they were getting dirty. Ooh, yeah, mama. Yeah, they were they were having relations. They were having some hardcore relations. So uh, later that night, 57-year-old Mr. Uh, Mark Galen, he again called the police to complain. 
This time, police determined that Mark's neighbors, uh, Johnny Allen Richards... <laughs> Not me. Wow, that's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he's 33 years old. And uh, 32-year-old Aaron Brooks La- Brooke Lawson uh, had indeed been fighting. So uh, the second time he called, it was fighting. It was. I wonder if you got like a recording of the sound... Like, if they're much different, <laughs> I guess it all depends on, uh, I, I guess, what's being thrown. <laughs> you remember the Adam Sandler bit? Are they having sex or are they working out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're having sex. Nope, lifting dumbbells. <laughs> uh, the couple reacted to uh, Mark Gallen's call with violence. And uh, police responded to the house a third time to arrest them on assault charges. Uh, Aaron Lawson is accused of hitting Mr. Galen with a rake hard enough to break the handle, uh, then stabbing him in the arm with the broken rake. That's well, awesome. Yeah. They were, uh, he, he was interrupting them. Now, why would you... I mean... Maybe they fight to spice up their love life. Maybe. So, like, maybe they made relations, and then they're like, that wasn't hot enough, and they're like, let's fight. So they started fighting, and then the guy interrupted them, but they're all, you know, worked up and sexed up, and they're like, we're going to kill that guy. Have you um, seen any pictures of what these... I mean, I, I sent you the link, whether you watched... I did, yeah. Yeah, they, they look like they had a little bit of a meth going on. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I mean, this was... Maybe they're, they're in year two right now. People that... Uh, well, plus they have big uh, prior arrest records, right? Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm getting to that, Mr. Richardson. Sorry. I mean, I'm just, you know... <laughs> sk- yeah, uh, 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 Johnny Richards. <laughs> Not Alan Johnny Richardson. Alan Richards. <laughs> Not to be confused with the sexual Alan Richardson. Uh, <laughs> he's actually been arrested 45 times since 2001 on uh, charges including, I don't know, uh, burglary, theft, domestic assault, drug possession... Public intoxication, you know, a few few different things. And, you know, a little of this and that. He's a jack of all trades, if you will. <laughs> but um, the couple, yeah, like I said, they reacted to uh, this uh, fellow's um, response and calling the police by stabbing him in the arm with a rake. Understandable. Uh, Corporal Kenneth Ferguson of the Hawkins County Sheriff's Office. Can you say his name one more time? Uh, Corporal Kenneth Ferguson. That guy's awesome. Of the Hawkins County Sheriff's Office. That guy is like the buff Indian on the front of a romance novel. Kenneth Ferguson? Colonel Kenneth Ferguson. No, Corporal. Corporal. Yeah, I was a corporal, corporal in the Marines. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? People used to have to stand up parade rest and be like, yes, Corporal. No, That's Corporal. Nice. I was like, knock it off. <laughs> knock it off, fellas. I'm just Chris Poobland. <laughs> no, it was just weird. It was weird to have that power, man. With the, yes, Corporal. I corporal, <laughs> they were new, because you get kind of beat down when you're in boot camp, so you get out, and I was a non-commissioned officer, that's what they call it, uh, so I kind of was able to tell these people what to do, and I was like, I have power, <laughs> but I'm getting out soon. <laughs> anyway, uh, he <laughs> he wrote his review, and he stating that uh, blood on the end of the rake handle that was covered... <laughs> Recovered at the scene. So, yeah, he was saying uh, he got stabbed in the uh, arm. Uh, Mark Galen told police Johnny Richards also hit him with a two-by-two stick. Uh, Earlier that night, Aaron Lawson had allegedly used the weapon to hit Johnny Richards with. Getting getting weird. You see what I mean? They got some weird relation life going on. Yeah. Uh, They're making relations. (laughs) Uh, The couple in the crime 
uh, have each been charged with one count of aggravated assault. Uh, Ms. Lawson also received an additional assault charge uh, related to hitting Johnny Richards with the 2 by 2 stick. What's with two by two stick? That doesn't seem like it's that big. I'm sure it would still hurt. It was like a two inch by two inch, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just you know, isn't that like it's a pretty thick piece of wood? It's probably they, they probably have it to hit people with. I don't know. Why else would you have a two by two? I mean, just do you have just one? That's my. Point. I mean, it looks like if they're meth heads, then who knows why they grabbed it? <laughs> you know what I mean? It might have looked awesome when they're on the meth and then hit they the got bugs, down, uh, bugs like, off yeah, their face, right? Well, you know what? Maybe that's what happened. Is that he grabbed that? He was like, "This is gonna be the coolest thing ever!" Like, you know, I'm gonna bring it home, and then they bring it home. They're all pumped up, and then they wake up, and they're not on the meth. And then she's like, "Why did you get this home?" And she beat him with it, and then he beat him with it. And you know what they said when they got home? He turned to her and goes, "That's why I got it. <laughs> That's exactly why." Genius! And then they made, you know, hard relations again, and the next neighbor called the cops on him, and the cycle starts all over again. Oh, horrible. Absolutely horrible. Real weird times. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know. Um, I've never... Whenever I hear people fighting, I always, like, especially if I'm driving around, I roll my window down so I can listen in. Oh, you always want to listen in. That's I always want to hear their fight. Like, I know... Um, when I first moved into the house I moved into, I want to say within a few months, I had the door open, and I just heard somebody screaming obscenities outside. And I'm um, like, kids, quiet down for a second. <laughs> Get the popcorn ready. <laughs> I, I really hear every wanna... word I don't let you hear. It was really quick. Or, or I don't know. Am I a bad bystander? I mean, I'm not going to call the cops because... I mean, unless it was like really I horrible mean, you noises. Wait till something awesome. you got to wait till something awesome happens. And they're like, all right, I'll call the police. <laughs> Oh boy, so yeah, uh, what a lucky charm that fellow was. I, I mean, I wonder what he gets for that too. He got stabbed in the arm with a broken rake. He's not going to sue them for money. I mean, yeah, you think he can press any- charges and get anything? Probably not. Or hopefully, insurance pays for that and then charges him more a month, right? Does that, maybe does health insurance work like car insurance? I don't think so. Got a car accident and I got to pay more for my. It doesn't matter. That <laughs> no, that doesn't work like that. I don't think. No. I got injured, so now I got to pay more for my insurance. I don't, I don't go to the doctors or get in accidents. Yeah, well, it wasn't really an accident. It was like I, the guy, it, we had our like second snowstorm, and uh, I was driving. I was picking up my 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 wife, and uh, the guy in front of me stopped like all of a sudden, and. Like, I'm trying to stop, but I have front-wheel drive, so I'm sliding. <laughs> and I decided, hey, uh, maybe rolling into the uh, uh, snowbank might be a little better than rolling into his truck. Uh, so that's what I did. I didn't realize I chipped my bumper, but I did. That's not that bad. It's uh, definitely better than hitting a truck. Yeah, definitely Someone better. backed into me at a parking lot. I have a hole in my hood from a trailer hitch. Yeah? Yeah, real bummer. Yeah, that's annoying. Or like uh, going to a market and come back and you see your doors dented mm. there's like nothing you can do about it except for color it with uh, some polish that's not the color <laughs> of your car put some bumper stickers over yeah. it <laughs> weird spots put it but hey it works alright hey we're gonna head over to Virginia now uh, where we got an upskirter uh oh it's not a pretty picture for a teacher's aide uh oh in Henrico County Virginia <laughs> who is accused of taking upskirt photos at a Walmart 55-year-old John Wiggins was arrested May 31st after police said 
He used a smartphone to snap pictures under the skirts of two women shopping at the store. Now, I, I was... <laughs> I'll get to what I'm about. Uh, police said Wiggins pretended to drop a box of pasta. This is how he was doing it. So he'd find girls wearing a dress. He'd drop a box of... A bo- <clears throat> excuse me, a box of pasta right next to them. And then while he went to go pick up the pasta, he would take a photo while crouching near the woman. Upper skirt. <laughs> Classic. One woman uh, suspected Mr. John Wiggins uh, tried to photograph her. She immediately uh, told her husband, and the husband followed him around for a little bit and snapped a photo of him doing just that to another woman. And it's it's great. I'm so surprised the husband kept his cool. I did not think that's where the story was going. Ah, well, so far. Well, you wonder. I mean, it's just a photo. If she could be the bait to kind of catch him... I mean, I'm sure he wanted evidence to be like, hey, maybe he just dropped the box of pasta. Maybe he was taking <laughs> outskirt photos of people. <laughs> I, I don't know. Let's follow the fella around, and I think getting him in trouble would be a whole lot better. Because imagine he just beat him up. No, I'm sure. I, I mean, I would, I would. it's definitely better to find out, but I'm just surprised that's what happened. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, teacher's aid. Uh, great guy, great guy. Why does all this stuff happen around like people? I mean, I, a majority—I can't say all of this stuff because a majority of the teachers are legitimate. Um, and unfortunately, there's almost like a ten percent number in every profession where uh, somebody does something to kind of give everybody else a bad name. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. But uh, well, teachers are the classic position for them to creep into. Yeah, yeah, obvious reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, but I think from what we hear as opposed to how often it actually happens, I you mean, wonder. You, you really wonder, because I know uh, women pop up left and right with uh, the sexual allegations. Horrible stuff. I'm not going to get into that conversation. I don't, yeah, don't want to get in a trouble. heavy show. I know. Well, I'm thinking about this guy. I'm, I'm skirting people here. Uh, Wiggins was a teacher's aide at Clover High School and once coached the wrestling uh, wrestling at the school. Um, school officials say he was fired after the allegations were, were reported. He doesn't need to be around children at all, Tamara Wynn, uh, <laughs> Clover Hill parent says. Uh, so, yeah, got teachers Ava upskirting people. Mm. No good. Real shame. No good. I, I think I have one more. One more, and then we'll uh, have to take a break. Ooh. Take a break, and uh, hey, I want to go back to the sitcom thing because uh, talk some more dad stuff. Thought, yeah, more dad stuff. I'd love to talk Father's more dad Day. stuff and other things because I'm going to be doing the uh, the Northeast Comic Con uh, this Saturday. That's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, Gary Summers, he's putting on this Northeast Comic Con over at the uh, Wilmington Center. Is that what it's called? Do you know? Uh, I think it's um. Like a Shriners? The Shriners Auditorium, that's right. Okay. And, um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Even uh, uh, Bruce Wayne, the original Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Adam West. That's awesome. Adam Wee. <laughs> He's going to be there. So uh, I- I'm just hoping to meet him. That'll be pretty neat. Batman. Now most people only know him for Family Guy. Why is he famous? He's a real guy. Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania man. Oh, boy, I don't even know if I want to do this. He's accused of uh, using a bomb to rob a bank Monday afternoon. Uh, his weapon of choice was actually just a vibrator wrapped in duct tape. <laughs> yep, yep. Fair enough. 
Uh, 35-year-old Aaron Stein allegedly robbed a PNC bank in Crafton by telling employees he was carrying an, an explosive device. I mean, most of that stuff looks like C4. It's always wrapped up in duct tape, right? Yeah. Uh, Crafton Police Chief Mark Sumter says he stated he had a bomb, showed the teller wires hanging out from his shirt, and demanded cash. Oh, jeez. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> My bomb vibrates. <laughs> Uh, police said the teller gave Stein an undisclosed amount of cash, but called 911 after he fled. Uh, Stein was arrested after Robinson Township Officer Mike Gas... Jeez, Gas... Gasgeb? Gasgeb? <laughs> G-A-S-T-G-E-B. Gasgeb. Spotted his yeah. white Toyota sedan As along the road. I noticed a white Toyota Corolla with a male in it sitting in his parking lot over here. Counting money, laughing hysterically. I went over using a vibrator. <laughs> I went over to confront him. He drove away. I stopped him. So that's what it was. He he went somewhere and he just stopped. So he got caught. Wow, real smart move, guy with vibrator. <laughs> now, like if it, you could have made anything pretending to be a bomb. Yeah, I'd say this Did, guy was doomed from the start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like so, like it didn't matter that it was a vibrator. It had nothing to do with like the thing. It, you could have made it out of anything. If you're just going to wrap it in duct tape, have it be paper towel rolls. You know, like, clearly this guy just had one. So, <laughs> my thought is either this goes way darker and weirder than we think, or this guy's girlfriend must have just broken up with him. Um, and she moved out, forgot that there. I picture him living with his mom, to be oh, honest that's with you. One's who, that's who he stole? <laughs> I, I didn't want to think about it like that, but I guess I, I opened up that box. Yeah, oh. Put it um, back. <laughs> put it back. Put it back. <laughs> like a basketball. <laughs> I could smell the sulfur on the bomb. <laughs> Another officer on the scene found money in a garbage bag inside Stein's car. Beneath the front passenger seat, officers found the bomb. <laughs> Stein is accused of using. Uh, Sumter How many said, officers then got made fun of when they held that up and yelled, Hey, this is the bomb. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I bet you think it is. Hey, Stevens, get over here. And they slap him in the face <laughs> with it. Because nobody likes Stevens. Bomb squad. <laughs> Hit the robot with it. Put it on the bomb robot. <laughs> that would make an awesome bomb robot. <laughs> so, uh, police say Stein confessed to the robbery. And claimed he never had a real bomb. <laughs> tell Nevertheless, a bomb squad was called to the scene and robots removed items from the car. Do you think they have a code for that? Like, how often does this actually happen? Or like a fake bomb or, or that specific? Yeah, that specific. Like, I don't know, man. We have a 1030. Lot. No, that, that's something else, 1030. You can't say. <laughs> I don't know the code. We got a V-52. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Again, this is the third one this week. Well, we still have one from last week in the back of our car. Give the other robot that one. We'll have them sword fight each other. <laughs> you got to think the bomb squad has to party hard. They have to blow off so much steam after how stressful their job is. Right. right. Oh, Probably yeah, of making course. robots sword fight with, you know, rubber apparatuses. A briefcase was found in the trunk. No explosives were found. Uh, Stein also told officers that he lost all of his money in the stock market last week and that he was desperate. 
Stein, Stein was charged with on uh, nine felony counts, including aggravated assault, robbery, threatening to use a weapon of mass destruction uh, because he allegedly pretended a sex toy was a bomb. Yada yada yada. Like Elaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretended a sex toy was a bomb. Yada yada yada. <laughs> I lost all my money in the stock market, yada, yada, yada. He's a sex toy, he's a bomb. He's also being charged with possessing a, a, a facsimile, facsim, a weapon of mass destruction, F-A-C-I-M-I-L-E. Facsimile, yep. Facsimile? Yeah, it's new to me. Never read that word before. Uh, Learn something new. word from the past. Never read day. <laughs> a preliminary hearing will be held June 25th. words in the desert. For... Uh, Mr. This guy, he sounds dumb as a stump. Yeah. I'd love to see a reality show on this guy. Aaron Stein. 35-year-old Aaron Stein. He could be president. That'd be awesome. <laughs> he could be Trump's VP. Yeah. I want Trump. I want Trump. Trump, <laughs> Trump, Trump. I, Trump. I think, I'm sorry. I just, I only want it for the comedic value. I, uh... That's how I know you're a true comedian. Well, you're letting your you're you're letting your country go further down the toilet just for a. Do joke. you think it's gonna go further down though? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh dude, I don't think we're recovering. My honest thought is that America's going down, and there's no and not America. I think like the world's going down. So do you think it matters who's president? No. Why not get a chuckle out of it? Yeah, if it's the already thing that's going down. You don't see me fighting you on this. All right, yeah, I'm just making sure. I'm, I'm just... making a little bit of fun, but uh, I'm not going to throw my real politics on the ear. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, no one wants to hear about what I really think about politics and stuff. You see, I don't even know if I'm really serious about that. I think I'm going to talk a big game about voting Trump, but maybe I'll vote for somebody else. But I I just think uh, I got we got a year to figure it out. We do. We do. We got plenty of time. Right? Yeah, a year. All right. So, hey, we got to take a quick break. And when we come back, break, 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 break. I want to talk more, more dads. Dads, it's Father's dad. Day. Dads, 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 dad. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Enjoy your dad. And then, hey, uh, after eleven, we got some beer to talk about. So, dad. stay with us. You're listening to the dad. After Party on nine eighty WCAP. Dads. How are you? You're listening to the after party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Bublin. Joining in the studio, I have Alan Richardson. Yo, that's a me. I have Bob Philpot. <laughs> that's right. And this weekend is uh, Father's Day. Oh, and I have you. If you would like to give us a call at 978-454-4980. Actually, I have a topic. Who is your favorite? I want to say TV dad, movie dad. Uh, Who'd you grow up watching? Dad character, I guess. Uh, And if you have a shout-out to a a real dad, I guess you could do that, too. I think the best dad, probably, Atticus Finch. Who are you? Kill a Mockingbird. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What? No, I mean, he was a pretty solid dad. He was setting, uh, you know, setting racial problems right way back when. Yeah. Giving a good example to his daughter, Scout. You know what? I read the book. I don't remember it. I love the book. 
I remember having to do book reports. I'd skip pages. I'd skim it, and then that was one of the few books I read for a book report. Really, I really enjoyed it. I remember I had to read Johnny Got His Gun one day, or like one like month for a book report. Do you know that book? No. It's about a guy that loses his uh, legs and arms and sight and speech and hearing, uh, like when when he gets hit with a grenade, in World War One. Okay. And the whole book's him laying on the the uh, hospital table in his own thoughts. And so I was reading that. And I was like, I two chapters, and I was like, ah, this is boring. Uh, Metallica wrote a song about it. So I went online, and they made a movie out of the book, and Metallica used clips of the movie in their song. Right. And instead of writing the report on the book, I just wrote it on the song. <laughs> yeah. And watching clips from the music what'd video. You, what'd you get? I got a B. Oh, good for you. I, I, I BSed every book report, and right. I, was, I was well known in the school for being a real jerk. I was fact that very I could lazy. I... I... I never did them, so I'd always get bad grades. I had to read H.G. Wells' The Time Machine once. Oh, yeah? I uh, I read the captions underneath the pictures on, like, a children's animated version of the story. <laughs> right. And uh, I got an A. Yeah. That was a good one. So I found this list on uh, BuzzFeed of uh, best 45 greatest TV dads of all time. And at number 45, it gives me Jim Walsh. Any idea? No idea. 90210. I, I that was before my mom watched 90210. I, I think I was too young for that show. I think my mom was even like just past the mom like period of watching that. Yeah, like that was like the the wave of moms before my mom. All right, in number forty four, I feel like it should be further down the list. All right, maybe he's not a great dad. He's probably a really bad dad. But as far as intrigue and interest, Walter White. I mean, he's probably the best dad. Yeah, he made quite what, a bit of money, but well, what, kind what of, he had to do to dude, get he had the to money? sacrifice all that for his kid. He was he was having a great time. Well, yeah, but you know he wasn't really sacrificing a whole lot. That's and true. I mean, he he died, but he still managed to make it. I, spoiler alert! Oh man, thanks for you can't say spoiler alert afterwards. No, well, I mean, come on, if you haven't watched it by now, I'm sorry. Uh, it's been out. It, the season's been done for a while. They've released a complete series package. Yeah, you so it, what are yeah. you waiting for? You're going to watch it anyway, whether I tell you or not. I watched all of them, and I want to watch them again. But uh, he figured out how to... I mean, his son, everybody like hated him towards the end of his death. But That is true. I mean, uh, but he still managed to make it, so his son's going to be all set for the rest of his life. Yeah, somewhat, I, I, I really usually hate internet memes, but someone posted a really good one of Walt and Jesse. Yeah. And it just said, if you ever have to explain American healthcare system to someone from a foreign country, just tell them there's a TV show about a teacher that cooks crystal meth to pay his hospital bills. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you know, you got him there. How many people do you think has his face tattooed on them because of the show? I mean, I haven't met anybody personally, but I can imagine with all the different things that were drawn with his... I mean, he really did a good job. On the that show. show is amazing. You know, that was like a real house that they filmed it, and they like rented out someone's house. Yeah, and people keep throwing pizza on the house. Oh yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you know what I would have done? I would have rented out my house for like the season finale, the series finale. <clears throat> yeah. Because think about how much money you can make to someone. Like, you guys want to watch the series finale of Breaking Bad in Walter White's house? <laughs> Twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, like you charge him like really like a thousand bucks. 
you get like ten friends together and you all pay a hundred bucks to go watch Breaking Bad and Walter White. I guess who lives there is a really nice elderly lady. Really? Yeah. So I don't think she was gonna try to bank on that. Oh, what a wuss! But I guess yeah, people were going by throwing pizza on her house I heard that, and they were yeah. asking people to stop. Uh, number forty-three, we have Louie. He is a pretty. I mean, I guess so. I mean, I've watched the show. I, I like the show. I guess you know he's a pretty classic good dad. I mean, he lives every awkward experience. I mean, a lot of times I think of a lot of his comedy when I'm doing things. Like, I don't know, like, certain things, I experience that I get stuck with, you know, like, I have to use the bathroom, but i got to take my son with me, and he'll be like, I don't want to go in there. And I'm like, oh, you need to go in the bathroom with me. I can't leave you out here by yourself. Or if I have my daughter with me as well, and I don't know, certain things just, you're like, oh, use my parental judgment right now. Yeah. And things always go wrong for me. Or I know my kid needs to use the bathroom, but the only thing available is our urinal, and his eyes just go cross looking at it. <laughs> like, come on, man. Haven't you done this yet? And it's like scary and frightening because it's new to him. You'd be like, just pee. <laughs> you do nothing different. <laughs> A lot less aiming is involved. Well, he's still in the, you got to pull all your pants down to pee face. Hey, so am I. <laughs> Real weird dude to find in the bathroom. <laughs> no. You pull your shirt all the way up. Yeah. I take it off sometimes if it's in the summer. <laughs> Butters. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, no, and you don't know how to get your kid to grow out of that because it's either it's there, it's, I don't know. I try to be like, that's not how you do it, buddy. Come on. See, I don't, I, don't, I don't know jack poop about parenting. So. No, no, you learn. And even if you did know enough about it, kids never go where you want them to go. Like, you can direct them towards what you want them to do. You, you can hope that they go and where you're leading them. But no, they always get sidetracked by something shiny and just do something complete. Like, oh, hey, maybe he'll love this. He'll be interested in this. No, he's never interested <laughs> in what you think he's going to be interested in. And so he's, maybe it's just my kids. And I'm giving very broad examples. I'm not elaborating because I could tell you something and be like, yeah, I wouldn't be interested in that either. Uh, some kids. Yeah. All right, more sitcom dads. Frank Costanza, number 42. He is a... He was a fun dad yeah. in Seinfeld. He was perfect for George's dad. Especially when there's no relation. <laughs> uh, His wife died recently, I think a couple of weeks ago. Who, uh, Frank Costanza's? No, uh, well, Jerry Stiller's wife. I remember the woman's last name. Yeah. What's the woman's first name there? I imagine her last name would be Stiller. Huh? Yeah, but her first name. I don't know. They were really old. Yeah, they were old. Rest in peace. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know your name. <laughs> kind of killed the moment. Ray Barone. Was that his name in the movie? In the show in the movie? Instead of Ray Ramon, it was Ray Barone. What? Everybody loves oh, Ray. Oh, really? Yeah. That sounds right. Ray Barone. I see. I, I didn't hear it. I didn't watch the show enough, but I guess it's not often that they give you their whole name. Yeah. Unless you're Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> you all know who you love. Now, is, is Peter Boyle on there, too? or? I haven't went all the way down the okay. list. I'm just kind of scrolling through them. Peter Boyle. Now, who is Peter Boyle? He was uh, Ray's dad on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, okay. He's in the background, but it doesn't say who he was. Yeah, I would like him more than Ray Ramon. Romano. Uh, Romano. Yeah, Ray Ramon. Sorry. It's getting late, Ramon, the wrestling. It's getting late, Ramon. <laughs> I want to be his name. <laughs> same, same band, man. No. 
Yeah, no, he was a great part of the show. Just him and his uh, wife yelling at each yeah. other. If you think about it, it's almost the exact same relationship that Frank Costanza had. Mm. Maybe that's just what happened when you get old. You get, just start yelling at each other, yeah. probably. Um, Tony Soprano. Now, I never watched The Sopranos. Darn good show. Yeah, something I should actually uh, Not get that good of a dad. No? He loved his kids. But I don't know. He, like, he hit his son every now and then. Just right. kind of a jerk. Not always there. Yeah. Emotionally distant. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's what you get when you fall into that field, huh? Yeah. It is a solid show, though. I always yeah. enjoyed it. The whole uh, starts with him going to therapy, so the whole show is like him in therapy. Really? And he's just having issues? Yeah, like he's passing out, having panic attacks. Oh, no kidding. Because I'm sure a life of that... Uh, it goes so much deeper. It's really like... That's really kind of the, the background for the first, like plots for the first couple of plots of it you know what i mean because a lot of it's about his family life and stuff so if i get into it i'm gonna be like why haven't i watched this before probably this is what everybody's been talking about on my favorite thing of the show is in the first two seasons they kill off like half the cast really and you think like there's a lot of people you think are going to be main characters almost like walking dead only different scenario yeah like i've always enjoyed that in a show like that's why i never enjoyed dexter you know what I mean? They never really killed off a main character. You have to kill people off so you don't think it's safe all the time. <laughs> like uh, uh, one of the shows, I only watched the first episode so far, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Is that something you're into? I haven't watched it, no. I really, I don't, you know, fantasy is just not my bag. Yeah. I don't like fantasy. I don't like, I mean, I don't know why. It just has never caught on to me. I am. Um, I don't know. I, I watched the first episode and I thought it was interesting. I'll, I'll try it again. I'll try the second episode. <laughs> yeah, I also. I don't know. People talk like that. I'm just like, just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember my friend was me like, well, dude, you like medieval stuff, and I was like, yeah. He's like, well, imagine medieval stuff with like with dragons, and I'm like, right, that's fantasy. And I was like, this is where they lose me. I was like, there's a line. You're just pointing out that's the line. See, South Park killed it for me to like be my interest just with the uh, wieners, fluffy wieners. I haven't seen that. <laughs> they did it like a three part series of uh, of kind of Game of Thrones stuff. Oh, really? Between the kids, and then uh, Butters and Jimmy, I think, were trying to go find the creator of Game of Thrones. And Butters was like, uh, I, I'm waiting for the dragons, but I just keep seeing wieners. <laughs> and then the, 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 the person who, run, who, who writes the show is trying to talk to them about what he plans on doing next. And he's like, are we going to order food? I don't care anymore. It was, it was a funny episode. I'm not going to give you the whole plot line of South Park. Anyway, Michael Kyle comes in at 39. You know who he is? Probably not. I don't. Damon Wayans in My Wife and Kids. Remember that show? No. It was on for a little while. I don't think it was anything... I, I guess it was pretty funny. Um, I stopped watching it, though. Did I think it had the same mother who was in Martin. Oh, really? A woman, at I've least. never seen Martin. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just uh, confusing two women. Never mind. I, I wasn't a big fan. Uh, Keith Mars from Veronica Mars. I think that's Nickelodeon. Never watched it. No, Veronica Mars. Isn't that like a spy show from Fox? Yeah, Really? I don't know. I, Veronica I, I, Mars is like a spy show. Maybe it is. <laughs> I oh, never watched it, it. That's how much I know. I just know, like I said, working at Bull Moose, you see the cover of everything. Uh, yeah, so you'd know more than me. Let's see, Veronica Mars. Oh, maybe not a spy. She's got a camera in that picture. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter that much. 
Yeah. If you like Veronica Mars and want to tell, tell us what it's about, go in. See, another one, uh, Mitch Leary. Any idea? No. Yeah. Uh, Dawson's Creek. Okay. I never paid attention to that one. That wasn't a show I watched. George Lopez. On, on the George Lopez show. Nope. No? Yeah, neither for me. Keep going. <laughs> John Winchester of The Supernatural. Eh. I'm not a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah, let's keep going. Bernie Mac. I watched that show. The Bernie Mac show. It was, all, yeah. you know, it was, it was good. It was, uh, it was like watching uh, like a, a black version of a Woody Allen movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like take yeah. take how like classic Jewish New uh, you know New York Woody Allen is and Annie Hall, right? And then just replace him with Bernie Mac. <laughs> and that's all. He was just random like camera racing. Be like, you believe this? <laughs> yeah. No, I I remember liking the show. It was on Fox for a little while. The, crazy how he just died though. Yeah. Did not see that coming. No. I mean, same thing with. Um, uh, um, Few different people died that year. I think he died the same year as Isaac Hayes. Did he? I no. didn't know Isaac Hayes was dead. Isaac Hayes, yeah, he died. He's the voice of Chef. Yeah. They had to kill this character off in South Park. That wasn't because he died. Well, yeah, he's the Scientology thing. But, uh, yeah, no, he he died as well. Uh, Phil Dunphy, I like this show, Modern Family. Which one's he? He's the dad. Uh, not the, uh, the dad. There's a There's few There's so them. many dads. Yeah, there are. <laughs> He's the uh, uh, the dark-haired fella with the daughters. Oh, the tall one? Yeah. The yeah. guy that kind of looks like Hank Azaria? Who's Hank Azaria? Thank you. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, yeah, No, um, I, I watch that show from time to time. Yeah, it's a really it's, it's one of those shows right now. I don't really watch it frequently, but when I do, I'll binge-watch like two hours of it and just enjoy the heck out of it. Yeah. This is uh, a good, easy show. <laughs> Shows, you know what I mean? Like you never think about it. You kind of sit there and enjoy it, not have to pay attention to anything. Yeah, no. The episode I watched the other day, where um, uh, the, the the two dads, uh, they were trying to take a family picture with the the girl. Yeah. And her smile was all messed up, and uh, they didn't want to be rude to tell her that her smile was all messed <laughs> up, but it really was. And of course, uh, classic TV dads on that too. Yeah. Ed O'Neill. Yeah, that's right. They they make him very responsible and respectable. Yeah. I don't picture him being Al Bundy in this. No, he's really far away from Al Bundy. However, Al Bundy is still my favorite dad of top ten dads. He surpasses Homer Simpson for me. He's up there with Uncle Phil for me. <laughs> Uncle Phil. <laughs> uh, Michael Bluth from Arrested Development. Yep. Uh, Jed Clampett. Of course. <laughs> little Clampett's got his own cement pond. A cement pond. <laughs> Uh, Tony Maselli or Michelli, Maselli from what? Uh, uh, who's the boss? No, That's more your time, Bob. That's going way back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. <laughs> hey, uh, what, what does he do? I, I don't. Know I have either. no idea who that is. <laughs> who's the boss? I think the last movie he was in was with um, uh, uh the dude that was addicted to porn. You know what I'm talking about? No, no, uh, he was in... Uh, he was addicted to sex, wasn't No, he was addicted to porn. Well, I haven't watched that show, but uh, the dude... Oh, no, was, I just mean he is. Oh, David Duchovny? Yeah. Oh, in real life? Yeah. No, oh, I know he did Californication. Yeah, then it came out, like, five seasons of that show. He's like, ah, I'm addicted to sex. Wow. Oh. Maybe it was just a, a ploy. No, no, I'm thinking of the dude who was in uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, really, Lithgow? Uh, no, the, the one who got really famous. 
John uh, Lithgow Joseph, really. Joseph Gordon Yeah, Lyle. him. He did a movie where he was addicted to porn. Oh, yeah, Don John. Don John, yeah, yeah. Um, Tony Danza plays the. <laughs> played by Tony Danza. Yeah, Tony Danza played the dad in that movie. Yeah, he's really good at it, too. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see the show Teach Tony Danza? He was a teacher, right? Yeah, it's like a reality show where he's a teacher, but he just, like, quits halfway through it. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, they couldn't be a teacher. <laughs> right, well, hey, we got to take a quick break for news. It's going to say Beatles in the Four, but uh, that's my fault. We're not going to Beatles in the Four. Going well, we're, we're going to the after party, so Trump, stay with Trump, us. Trump. We're talking about two different beers when we come back. Trump. Uh, hey, we'll be right back. WCAP, the after party. I'm Chris Publon, joined in the studio. I have Alan Richardson. Yeah, that's me. I'm Alan Richardson. Not to be confused with Johnny Allen Richards. Different guy. I have not beat a woman with a two by two. I think oh, no, she he beat got him. Beat, yeah, yeah. yeah, I did not get beat by a woman with a two by two. That's right. And we have Mr. Bob Philpot pushing buttons, making noise, and um, we got beer. We got beer. We got beer. Now, I think I've been doing it wrong, okay? Because I, I, you know, starting a new segment, I don't know how I want to do it. Um, and I just grabbed two random beers. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll grab two random beers. Why Whatever. Not? Why not? I need to grab two of the same style of beer, but two so different. Them. Yeah, exactly. Because tonight I got complete opposite styles. I have a Smutty Nose Finest Kind IPA, and I have Foolproof. Robust Porter. Oh, snap. That's right. This is Chris pouring beers onto the studio floor. Before I even open it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounded Ooh. fake. That really <laughs> sounded fake. That was perfect. <laughs> like, it sounded like too perfect to be true. I've had practice at it. That was good. Yeah. All right, so here we go. I'm going to go ahead and pour us. Now, have you ever been to uh, the Smutty Nose Brewery? I have not. They, uh, you're you're doing yourself a disservice, sir. Ooh, I get that a lot. Yeah. Is is that in Hampton? It is in Hampton. We're in Hampton. It's uh, right if you if you're taking 495 northbound, uh, you can head all the way up towards um, where it turns into 95. Yep. And I'm fairly positive you get off at exit three. It's right before right it actually becomes the the toll. You're still so it says two. Two, all right, th yeah, then exit two. My bad. I'm pretty sure three is the exit with the three. Toilet. I knew it was one or the other. Do they yeah. have a restaurant there? They too? do. Well, that's the beauty of it. They have um, they have a tasting room and the whole brewery set up, and you can go there. They give you four sample tickets, and you can try. You know, if you have a friend there, you can split your beers, and then when you're done that, you you take a quick twenty minute tour, check it out, everything, and they tell you about their whole history, and then uh, you can go across the parking lot to the Hayseed restaurant where uh, other condiments are fresh made as well, ketchup, mustard. Nice. Uh, there's an Aioli. It's uh, pretty damn cool. Um, I'm, yeah, so I'm heading up to Hampton in uh, July, and 
I'm going to hope for a rainy day so I can end up, end up there. Oh, oh you, yeah. You staying like at a, at a, you got a beach house? Yeah. One in July. Uh, the middle of July. All right. Hey, Bob, I got a cup for you over here, by the way. Okay, thank you. Be right there. You know, I'll be in the I'll be at the beach middle of July. We'll ever do that. That's a lot of fun to to get. Uh, wear your sunscreen. Yeah, wear your sunscreen. Nah, I'm gonna get red like a lobster. <laughs> so I, I know that's one of the things that we used to do when I was a kid was we'd get uh, a cottage at the beach, mm. and uh, that's I think I ended up getting arrested one year. I did, but not at our cottage. I got arrested for different reasons. And yes, this is um. Quite the delicious, smoother than I expected it to be. An IPA. You know the guys on the front here. Mm-hmm. No, no problem, Bob. Uh, on, on finest kind IPA. Now this might be familiar to you if you've ever been uh, staring at the beer wall and you're wondering, hey, what am I gonna drink tonight? And then you look at the two old guys sitting on the on the on the bottle. <laughs> it's it's literally um, yeah. I, I think they're actors. I think they're people that. Can't remember the exact story. Uh, the older-looking one, uh, he has uh, since passed, but the other one, uh, he's still there, and he goes to some of their events, and he's been promised free beer from them for life. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so I don't think they paid him any money, but hey, who cares? This guy is drinking for free. Yeah, he and looks like the kind of guy that's all he really cares about. Mm. Yeah, really good. Not to mention, uh, Smutty knows they have this great thing where. Smut Labs. Ever hear of Smut Labs? No. Um, so I I want to say it so their brewers don't get bored <laughs> uh, of brewing because I think when you're brewing the same thing day in and day out, day in and day out, trying to keep the consistency, mm. I think it can get a little redundant. No, you sure. you must love your beer, I imagine so, but you still want to experiment and try things maybe on a bigger scale. So Smut Labs is uh, this thing where they um, have bombers of this stuff that they're making that it's just like an experiment almost and uh, so they say that if you see something that's Smut Labs uh, make sure to pick it up because you're probably not going to see it again and uh, if you go to uh, their brewery you can try a lot of what they have in in their Smut Labs like I know one of the things that I'm not a fan of but Gabby is is they have a sour beer ever have a sour beer? No. That sounds awful. It's almost vinegary and Gabby loves that stuff but she's finding out me? No. I don't want my beer tasting like vinegar. But it has a rich history, so it's kind of interesting. There's certain reasons for the different flavors that a beer would have. Interesting. Yeah. But, hey, I was. I want to go back. Uh, I had a great time up there. And, I mean, just drinking the finest kind of IPA here, fantastic beverage. This is very fantastic good. Fantastic IPA. I'm yeah. not, a, not a big IPA guy. With this, I could drink. Yeah, make mine a smutty. Hey, do you know, do they have more than one kind of IPA? Smutty uh, knows. Oh, dude, they have a whole bunch of different stuff. I think they have Belgian IPAs. They got, um, I don't know. All I can say is these dudes are nuts, and it's awesome. Uh, check it out online. Um, yeah, I think i got to do that. I, I went over to a friend's house who gets, like, uh, he subscribes to Smutty Knows. I don't know how that works, but he gets, like, a different beer every... Oh yeah, a couple of weeks or something. Their bombers do not break the bank too. Like six really? bucks, you go check it out. Nice. I grabbed two of them, and I was expected to. Pl- I was expecting to pay like eighteen, nineteen. I paid twelve, and I was like, uh, "You realize what I have here, right?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's how much it is. So I'm so bummed. There's like a really good liquor store down the street from my house, uh, and they have like an awesome selection of beer, but it's in Massachusetts. 
Yeah. And I'm so used to hopping the border to New Hampshire that it's so like it's such a hard time for me to actually buy beer and mask. And it's a few bucks more usually. Well, I'm sure. What does? Not usually means always. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's well, true. Depends, I guess, what you're looking for. I mean, I, I get to talk to their get sloppy. Too. Now, what I thought was cool is they do everything in there. They they kill their own barley and everything. Hmm. Like, everything they do is just so self-sufficient. Yeah. And we got to even taste some of uh, the fresh barley. It tasted like popcorn. Weird. Huh. It, it, Have it you was been to good. the tap uh, in Haverhill? Oh, yeah, yeah. They do some really good stuff. You get the flight, and uh, they do great food. Yeah. Is that, is that downtown? Yep. Haverhill, yeah. Downtown Haverhill. You go downstairs and see all the brewery happen? Yeah. Yeah, hmm. no, I... um. Yeah, I really like that uh, place. We go there every once in a while. We'll get a flight. I've been told I need to go check out the Barking Dog. Yeah. Yeah, right hey, next if you're door. down, let me know. I live, like, you know, like a five-minute walk from there. Oh, really? Oh, dude, it's wonderful being a five-minute walk from bars. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And there's a there's a pizza place and a convenience store on my way home, so. <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't live so close. That's good. But uh, that can be better that way. I used to live near a bar, and oh, boy. Well, the pizza place is open till one in the morning, because like all well, the bars will close at twelve thirty or so. That would spell trouble for me. Oh, dude, it spelled some trouble for me. <laughs> I spent a lot of time crawling across a bridge eating a slice of pizza. Yeah, that sounds nice. I've across a bridge home. It's not like a random like troll bridge. Oh yeah, wait till uh, a folk festival. There's gonna be a lot of uh, drinking on the streets. Oh yeah, yeah, and legally they shut everything down. It's around the corner. Last weekend of July. Huh. That is a great event. So, finest kind IPA. I didn't set up my uh, untapped, so I'm not going to bother. But let me find out this uh, information here. Finding out some information. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the uh, the robust porter too, because that one's uh, quite a, a, a delicious beverage as well. But uh, let me see, ABV 6.9 percent. This is yeah, nice. Yeah, finest kind IPA. Next week I got to bring in some flying dog. Hmm. Oh yeah, Flying Dog's really good too. Yeah. Which one? Did, now they have the Belgian IPA. That's pretty good. And you know what I think is funny about the Belgian IPA is that uh, the Belgians don't drink it; <laughs> they make it. I think I'm pretty sure they they make Belgian IPAs over there, but they ship it on over to us. What, what's that one called? Uh, the uh, the something bitch. Yeah, that's that's the one. I thought that was the Hefeweizen Hefeweizen one they have. No. Um, maybe I, I don't know. I get the variety pack. Yeah, and uh, have you had the Gonzo beer? Maybe I've had it's the like uh, a weird spicy beer. Yeah, no, I haven't had that then. I've had the Pearl Oyster. That's I really like that. I yeah. enjoy it. No, the Gonzo no, the beer Pearl is pretty necklace, good. I think it was called. <laughs> All right, so yeah it's, yeah, it's called the Pearl Necklace, but it's an oyster stout. Yeah, it's an oyster stout. Yeah, I went onto the uh, Smiley No site. They got a really nice chart here of like their regular beers and then kind of seasonal beers. And oh, really? You know what? I can't see what any of that says, but I can see it looks like a very informative chart. It is, yeah. So it does look like this. This IPA is their regular IPA, which yeah, it's I've one of the flagships, times, and it's very good. Yeah, they, they do a good job. It's great when you can build your. I mean. A lot of times when you start out as a brewery, you start so small, but if you're doing something right, the beer will flow. People will let you know. Yeah. And if you're doing something wrong, hey, I'm sure you'll find out as well. So, um, good stuff. Uh, the next one we're going to try out is, uh, I think, another beer that I think they're doing very, very well. Um, I've met uh, the fellow that sells this stuff quite a few times, and uh, I don't know, they're pretty awesome. They come out of uh, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Uh, foolproof. 
Have you ever had foolproof? I have not. They have uh, a few staples. Uh, they have one called uh, the Backyard. No, yeah, Backyard IPA, I think. No, or Barstool, the Barstool. It's a Session IPA. No, now, what's I, a Session IPA? A Session IPA is an IPA, but it's below 5% alcohol. So it's it's weird to come across that because when you think IPA you're thinking yeah, you know higher uh, heavy content. higher alcohol but you get the session something you can almost trick your mind into thinking you're getting more alcohol but you're getting all that flavor in a beer and um I I hear they're I guess a little lighter at the same time I haven't really thought about it um I need to have another session sometime <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, foolproof they they all come in cans. A lot of people have been hating on cans, but cans have come around. Why do, you, why do people hate on cans? Well, uh, back in the day, they didn't have that polymer lining that uh, got rid of that aluminum taste. So That's the best part. A lot of people associate the cans with that. And, and nowadays, they have this thing, if you check it out, Iron, can, uh, iron Heart Canning, where uh, they're a mobile canning company, and they go... To various breweries that don't have their own canning set up, and it, it's pretty much they can through the truck that they drive there. Weird. With. Yeah, it's amazing. It's hey, <laughs> tap. How do you can stuff? That's confusing to me. Um, you know what? I haven't seen the science behind it. Uh, I'm How sure. How did they get all the liquid YouTube. into a solid container that you have <laughs> to then later break open? I'm sure the top gets popped on. Nah, that can't be it. All right, anyway, hey, do you want a little of this? I would like a little of that. Different cup Pass the same can. cup? Pass the can? Do the same cup. There you go, pour it yourself. I feel like I'm at an all-you-can-eat buffet. All right, save some Ooh, for Bob. This is dark. Otherwise, I'll have to crack this one open. So we got the... Uh, this one's called Rain Cloud. It's... 6.5% ABV. It's their Woo. robust porter. And, oh yeah, it's it's quite robust. Uh, Rain Cloud is the perfect stay-at-home brew. Dark, smooth, mysterious. Mm. This, this rich and flavorful you porter have to do it in a lower voice. is brewed with chocolate and crystal malts. Oh, I thought you were going to say meth. And a subtle blend of European hops. Now, when they say chocolate hops, that doesn't mean that there's chocolate in it. Yeah, it's a certain kind of hop. Yeah, right? it's yeah. just how roasted it is. Where it's amazing because it's like burnt, isn't it? Something yeah, pretty bit. much. Yeah. So it's not, and and you might get almost a chocolate note coming from it, which I don't know. It's 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 crazy. You can get those flavors just out of roasting barley. Brewed with chocolate hops and crystal meth and just a little bit of urine. <laughs> Rain Cloud is the ideal accompaniment for a lazy day of movie watching or reading. All right. That is delicious. Mm. Oh, yeah. Very, very roasty. Now, I used to... Lighter than I thought it was going to be. I Yeah, yeah. It's, it's light. I mean, porters are normally oh, yeah, a lot lighter than stouts are. Um, stouts are a little thicker, a little heavier. Yeah. But I found out why um, porters are actually sweet as well. You get a lot of the sweetness. Well, normally, like if you ever have a milk stout, it's sweet because of the milk sugars that are in it. I love but, milk stouts. Yeah. Porters are still sweet because they have uh, residual sugars in them that are caramelized from the kilning process uh, when they're roasting the barley. And the yeast don't mess with it. They don't ferment 
that sugar. They don't go to that side of the town. Yeah, exactly. It's whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, all right, buddy. <laughs> you know, we're not going to mess with you. It's too burnt for their liking. So when <laughs> oh. it comes out, you end up getting this sweeter type of beer, uh, lightly carbonated. Because it wasn't bullied as much as the other ones, so it's still a little sweeter to you. It's nice. It hasn't been you know broken down by the world. Chocolate mm-hmm. hops, people. But, yeah. Um, you know, the chocolate hops sounds like a good doo-wop band. Yeah, <laughs> the chocolate. There's the coasters. There's the cords. There's the chocolate hops. And I'm on their website, and it looks like they're having an event called Oktoberfest, like August. So nice. Where's that held? Uh, I would imagine at their brewery. Uh, well, actually, they go all around. If you go to uh, foolproofbrewing.com, you can see all the events they have, especially if you're going to be down in the area. I wouldn't mind checking them out because, I mean, they, they really do put out a lot of good beers, and they have a good thing going for them. Where are they from? Uh, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Oh, right, right, right. I think right. that's, what, about an hour and 45 minutes away? Oh, about no. an hour 47, probably. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, that's just a little over an hour, actually. It's right over the border into Rhode Island. Really? Really? So you go out Attleboro and then uh, yep. right there. I dated a girl from Warwick for a while, and I just remember. Oh, bet you did. Yeah, Warwick. What a weird town that yeah. place is. Huh? Like warlords and drunk people. Yeah, everywhere. Wizards, <laughs> warlocks. Warwick's full of them. But once again, hey. I, I'm going to start doing this, though. I, hey, from here on out, I, I know I said I was going to get the pork slap. I didn't get the pork slap. I, have you had pork slap? I haven't. It's just a beer. It's just a beer? Yeah. It's just a typical beer. It's just a typical beer. I was yeah. a little disappointed. Cause with a name like pork slap and it seemed cool, I was like, this is going to be a weird, like, or like a cool beer. It's just a beer. Yeah. Well, I, think that, I feel like there's a certain amount of uh, these people uh, coming up with wacky names to get a little novelty. I, my sister-in-law, she goes to the liquor shop and she just buys based on, like, the bottle. Well, yeah, that's, I think, what catches a lot of people's eyes, too. I mean, that's when, why I bought Flying Dog, because Ralph Stedman's art's on it. Yeah, see, I mean, part of the beer, it, it's not just what your beer tastes like. It's, I mean, that's a big part of it, but you want to catch their eye as well. So you got to hit all of these angles when you're thinking about yeah. your marketing. And then when you get that side, you got to think, well, did anybody else do this? Am I copying anybody else? And you got to check, did I name it properly? Is somebody going to sue me? Did somebody do this first? So, um, I don't know. It's, there's so many different things you have to cover when you're making a beer. Or anything. Yeah, I guess. Or anything. <laughs> All right, I, just, I, I wanted to ask a little more. The milk sugar. I don't really... I'm not following that. What is it? Well, yeast just eats... All right, uh, milk sugar, lactose... Um, it's literally just milk sugars. When now you 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 boil the wort and everything, and you add the hops and everything you want. You know what wort is, right? We've covered wort yeah. a few times. <laughs> wort is the the sugar that gets extracted through, or the water goes through uh, all that grain and gets the sugar out of that. So uh, when you're boiling all of the stuff that eventually comes beer, it's actually wort. It's actually super sweet. It's almost like tea. And then you add the hops, and then you start getting all the different flavors. Now, towards the end of the boil, you add the the lactose, the milk sugars, and the milk sugars. They oh, do so you're actually adding some kind of milk type of byproduct. Well, exactly. So uh, what you're getting is like a milk creaminess out of the milk stout. Okay. Um, but it, it's a sugar that yeast they don't mess with. So you're getting the sweetness from the barley uh, uh, that's already roasted, but you're also getting a lot of that creamy milkiness from the milk sugars that the yeast just want nothing to do with. So, 
That's such a good quote. Yeah. <laughs> what? And again, the sweetness in the barley. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, um, this is not a milk stout. This is a porter, but still, you're going to get a lot of the sweetness. You're going to get a lot of roastiness. Yep. And uh, once again, hey, this will go good with an Oreo cookie. I t- I'll tell you, the, the porters, all that stuff. There, if you're ever out at a restaurant and. Uh, Maybe maybe you don't want uh, maybe you want you don't want dinner you just want dessert. Uh, like, <laughs> what kind of dessert? life do you live? I don't know. I, I wait, never like, go to so a restaurant. So you got to the dessert. restaurant and then you were like, no, wait. Well, sometimes, all right, we uh, all right, the beer works. Beer works up the road. Um, sometimes we've already had dinner and we want to go grab a flight from beer works. That's true. Yeah. Now they do this thing. Uh, it's it's almost like a big ho ho. It's like a Yule log or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a, a ding dong <laughs> type of thing. Um, that goes great with their porters that they have in their stouts. So if you're ever gonna go somewhere, you get a dessert. Throw your porter. Throw a stout involved in there. Throw a stout on in there. Yeah, you're gonna be a very happy fella. Better that uh, not your father's root beer. That's good with ice cream. Yeah, I bet that's not a stout or anything. That's its own. It's just root beer. Yeah, <laughs> it's just root beer. Yeah. Well, it's not your father's root beer. Not your father's root you beer. You bought it. You maybe maybe it's called not your father's root beer because you're 21 by the time you bought it, and they're like, you know, maybe you're buying your own root beer. <laughs> and they're like, come on, you're an adult, man. But, you know, this isn't your father's root beer. You bought this. Congratulations. Now go drink it. I feel like that would have been my father's root beer, though. No, you bought it. Well, I bought it now. Yeah, it's, so not, your, yeah, it's yeah. not your father's root beer. But then, I mean, I could say that's not your friend's root beer. Well, like, but uh, up until up until when you started buying your own root beer as an adult, you've been drinking your father's root beers. He buys them, brings them home. You drink the root beer. Now you're 21. You're an adult. You're on your own. You go like, I'm gonna buy some root beer. Look at that. I'm gonna have my own root beer, not my father's root beer. <laughs> that's the root beer that's like for like you know like my dad kicked me out of the house when I was 18 and I spent three years trying to forgive him. Moved away at Frost Country, and uh, and I just want to be my own man, you know. So I got my own root beer, you know, and that is not my father's, you know, it is not my father's root beer, you know? <laughs> right, oh yeah, it totally. Might be. Maybe. But it's uh, probably not. <laughs> I don't know, it's a stupid name. Well, I, I like both of them. I think what I'm going to do, though, next week is I'm going to start picking up two uh, different types. Next week we won't be live at 9 o'clock. Next week we'll be starting at 10. But once again, After everything... The spin is- after the spinners, but everything will be will be going on at normal time. So everything uh, you hear when we start, well, I guess we'll have to start again at ten o'clock. Uh, but we'll be going on our own air at nine <laughs> as a podcast. Our podcast there. That's right. So if you go check out our website, theafterparty980am.com, everything will be uploaded there. That might be a mouthful, but it's easier to say the more I say it. <laughs> You gotta think, think about it. You're going the after party, right? 980am.com. That's everything we are. The after party, 980am.com. Or, you know what I should have gone? It was tap980. Tap.com. The after party. Ah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, good acronym. I wonder if that's used yet. It could still be out there. Yeah, maybe I should change it. Tap what cap nine eighty a.m. That'll certainly uh, stick on a bumper. <laughs> All right. So hey, um, I'm gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, um. I don't know. We got more dads to talk about. Yes, talk more sure dads. We haven't hit all of them. So we're going to leave with some uh, Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> and when we come back, 
Yeah, like I said, we're going to chat yeah. about that. So stay yeah. with us. <laughs> You're listening to the After yes. Party on 980 yes. WCAP. Dad, After party, I'm Chris Publon, joined in the studio. I got Mr. Alan Richardson. Yeah, I'm Alan Richardson. Is my mic? Hey, how's it going? It's on. Oh, good. These headphones are pooping. No, yeah. Oh, there we go. They had the volume turned down. Hey, everybody. And we also have Mr. Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, making some noise. Answering the phone call if you so choose to call at 978 Four nine eight zero. I feel oh, like tonight has kind of flown by a lot faster. It really did. Yeah, I mean, those dad talk is you know really got me all amped up. It's good to have a list. It's good to have a good dad I like talk having going. A list. We're not you even know through this list yet. Hey, thanks. Uh, Father's Day is around the corner. See, I, I've had a weird uh, relationship with dads. I know as a uh, uh, Gabby. Was alluding to earlier. I noticed that. I was like, let's not get too heavy on the radio. Well, you here. know, I, when I was growing up, like, my dad was never really there. And then he went to prison when I was in second grade. Dang. So it was just one of those things. I kind of grew up with it. And then when I, was, when I turned 19, I found out the guy I thought was my dad my whole life wasn't really my real dad. And then I met my real dad, and it was just like, at 19, that's kind of a lot to handle. Yeah. And then, uh, so, I don't know. I'm trying to be the best dad that I can be. But, I'm sure you're and, a fine dad. You let me eat your kids' leftovers. That's always good. <laughs> right. But, I mean, I have I have a good relationship. with. I, I don't see uh, my, my biological dad as much as I see the dad who I grew up with. That's what um, matters. But... Uh, I mean, they're from Laconia, and I have a lease on my car. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I mean, I, I haven't met Gabby before today. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, um, she's a nice lady. Yeah, but I just kept looking at the horror on her face when I kept saying in such detail of like, me eating like the, uh, the food out of your trash. <laughs> yeah, well. And like the, the small little bit of doubt that made, like her doubt that I might not be lying. <laughs> No, she she's great for putting up with me, and I I'm like it, it's it's good because we're lot lot of differences in the in the two of us. But good. I think that makes you better. You got to keep something around to talk about. Yeah, you can't be into the same crap all the time because then what's going to be your crap? Yeah, exactly. So hey, where we got uh, about 22 minutes left. It's 11:37 p.m. Or hey, if you're listening to this anywhere else, it's whatever time, what it time it is in your car. Yeah, I have no idea. But we're talking dads. And um, I scrolled through past. All right, I'll, I'll give you like three more. We we left off at Tony Maselli, who's the boss, uh, and who cares? Because I I that's when I never started in the year I was born. The show, uh, nineteen eighty four, uh, and then we go to Luke Danes from the Gilmore Girls. Not a show I've ever watched. I have. R- really? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob uh, Petrie. From the Dick Van Dyke Show. Started in 1961. Another one. Never watched it. Pop just put down his headphones and quit. 
He just walked out of there. He's like, you know what? No, he's not one of the best dads. That's when yeah, that's the one who uh, he who he's tripped over his ottoman. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, Pandasia. Uh, Andy Brown, another one. Never watched it from Everwood. I have no idea. Sandy Cohen, another one. The OC. Never watched it. But here's where uh, it started. Number twenty-five. A Hal. Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. Right. That's so a good one. That, man, Brian Cranston making the list twice. Yeah, twice. I always forget. Like it's uh, it's really hard to like really grasp the fact that that's the same guy, isn't it? It's but, so bizarre to ha- think about. Have you seen the bit where uh, Brian Cranston he was playing Hal, and uh, it was like after Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, they, he was, they like, filmed that fake alternate ending. Well, no, no, he was with um uh, the, well, maybe maybe he was with uh, the woman from Malcolm in the Middle. He's like, oh, honey, I I just had this horrible dream. Yeah. I did really bad things. They put, I think they put that on their DVD as like the alternate ending of Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that was like their fake alternate ending because that was like a big internet thing that was going around. Oh, yeah. That like the whole the joke was like, what if, what happens if you wake up? He wakes up one day and realizes it's all a dream, and he's the dad from Malcolm in the Middle still. Oh, that's great. Hey, you know, technically it could happen. I mean, he could have he could have ditched his whole family and left and <laughs> went to New Mexico. It's possible. I guess not really. Cause, no, but I was letting you have it. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I was trying. Because I guess he would have had to have that whole education, and he was yeah. kind of a wacko in in this. But he was fun. He was a good, he was a good dad. I would say he was probably a really fun dad in Malcolm in the Middle. He was an awesome dad, in Malcolm in the Middle. I love watching that show. Going back and watching it, it's uh, it, that family is a pretty crazy show. Yeah, like they really have like a really crappy family going on. It just you don't see that enough in TV. Yeah, it was almost like growing up, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was like real life. Uh, Paul Hennessy. Who the flunk is that? Well, it was uh, a show that started in 2002, and uh, he was played by John Ritter. So, uh, eight simple rules for dating oh. my teenage daughter. Hey, he died on the set of that. Yeah. Yeah, a freak accident, too, huh? I had a heart attack. It, no, it wasn't even a heart attack. It was... Um, it was, it was some. They called it something else, and uh, it, it, it was different than a heart attack. Um, it was just a rare some condition. Weird, like, episode, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was a rare condition where he just he wasn't feeling good, and then he died. And it was bizarre, and everybody was just. I, you know what? Speaking of, stay tuned. One of my favorite I movies growing movie. up. No one ever mentions that movie. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so happy you know that movie's great. <laughs> and John Ritter. Yeah. Great in that movie. Out of all the crappy movies they remake, why can't they remake that? I hope they never do. That really? That so good. I would watch it, depends, it if they like, did. It depends who would, who would be in Stay Tuned. You know what? I hope they remake that, and uh, we're going to remember this conversation. I think it would be good to have like Seth Rogen... And Kristen Wiig be the parents. Uh, Let's do that. Throw throw the comedy people. Okay. You know what? I see Seth Rogen, but I don't know if I'd be happy with him being the dad. No, I think he'd be good because it seems like he does a lot of like Seth Rogen does a lot of like what the heck faces, and that's yeah. all John Ritter did that whole movie. Can we do Will Ferrell? I'll take that. <laughs> I'll accept that. Now, who's gonna be the devil? Oh, uh, who's gonna be the devil? That we can't say. Um, Can it be Kevin Al Pacino? Spacey? Now Kevin Spacey would be a great devil. Actually, you know what? Thinking about it, because you got the devil in that one, Kevin Spacey would make a great devil. I I would love Kevin Spacey to be the devil in the new Stay Tuned. Yeah, yeah. 
because uh, I mean he does so well with uh, the House of Cards. Yeah, that's what I think of. And uh, <laughs> all right, so we got the two basic main characters that we need, uh, who are going to be the most important. It's like, do we really need to worry about who's going to play his wife? No, I mean she didn't really have a. That was like before they gave like you know supporting female characters like. Much well, depth to him. She was a big part of it. I mean, they were yeah, cartoon nice together. She was just a mom. You know what I mean? That yeah, but like, it was very like cookie cutter. Like she's just a mom. Yeah, but they had to like go through adventures together. Yeah. So that was kind they of important. Beef up the role today. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't care. I think that would be great if they could do. Stay- I love Stay Tuned. That was one of those. Yeah. Where they even did like Wayne's World where they were dead. Yeah, Dwayne's Underworld. Uh, Dwayne's Underworld. Yeah, like today, like they, they they could knock off all the other like the TV shows that are going on now. Oh, exactly, man! I, n- every time I mention Stay Tuned to someone, they never have any idea what I'm talking about. I'm really? so glad you brought it up. <laughs> that was one of my favorite movies growing up. Yeah, just because uh, the TV sucked you in, and yeah, well, you got sucked into the uh, in, the giant antenna. In the yeah, back. why didn't that pick up then? Why are we the only ones that know? You watched Stay Tuned, right? I have no idea. I am failing this whole segment horribly. I don't know any of the people you're talking about. Oh, geez. John Ritter? No? I know John Ritter, oh, but I yeah. uh, don't know this movie. Well, he played the dad in this movie, and uh, he wanted better TV at Crabby yeah, Channel. Cheap, cheap cable. And uh, he, unbeknownst to him, he made a deal with the devil, and uh, the, the TV sucked, uh, the antenna sucked him yeah. in. And the rule was I think he was supposed to make 24 hours in the TV, and he was able to get out. Um, and uh, what side side bomb or where was the the bomb people? I forget uh, his neighbors who also oh, had the yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to check it out. It's old school kind of movie. Uh, what was oh, it in the nineties, ninety four? I have no idea. It says uh, ninety two. Ninety two, even. I was in a constant state of drunkenness at that point. So. <laughs> Me too, man. I was I might two explain years old. Why I missed it? <laughs> right, really? Yeah, you're younger. I was born nineteen ninety. I was in third grade. Yeah, no, I love that movie, man. I will not say how old I was then. Yeah, my mom got that for us on VHS a while ago. We watch it all the time. <laughs> I gotta get my friend to, uh, to download it. Uh, Reginald Foreman. Foreman. Red. Red Foreman. Red Foreman. He was a good dad. He was. <laughs> Bit of a hard ass, but that's all right. Well, he was a typical dad. I mean, uh, I don't know. I've ever friend. I mean, I'm sure you had plenty of friends where their parents were kind of like. Oh yeah. Whether they were cool or I don't want to go around that person. Yeah. I think he was one of those dads. <laughs> you know what's like, I'm trying to think of what the heck the show is. Chris Maloney is that his name from SVU? I don't know. He played a uh, Stabler. Stabler. He has, he has a new show out that's been pretty funny. I think it may only lasted a season. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You can't think of the name. What's more list? No more on the list. All right, here we go. Uh, Mike Brady from Classic the TV Brady did. Bunch. Yeah, he's a weirdo. I know that one. I know that one. <laughs> you know that one. <laughs> yeah, he was a weird one in, in real life, huh? Mm. And didn't the mother in the show have a thing going on with the older son? Oh, with Greg? Yeah. I had heard that. I think there was. I think he had uh, wishful thinking, and she wasn't digging it on the acting side. All right, now Carl Winslow at number 20. We mentioned him a little bit earlier, but I agree. He saved Bruce Willis, loved Urkel. Yep. My uh, I, my uh, wife would go for Bruce Willis. I would let her. Yeah, you can't stop her. I, I, yeah, because he might be a jerk. Okay. Like if well, here's the thing. If um if she cheated on you with anyone, 
none of her friends would really be on her side. You know what I mean? But if you didn't let her sleep with Bruce Willis, everyone would be like, what the hell's wrong with you, Bruce? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cheating on you with Bruce Willis, that's the fun- That's where you draw the line of, like, all right, that one's acceptable. Right. Don't <laughs> yeah. sleep with any other men except for, you know, Bruce Willis. Now, I can I pick one? Like, I guess I'd have to clear it with her. I think I have to pick him. Yeah. You have to pick him. Well, what if you pick someone I'm not into? Real shame. <laughs> I choose Alan Richardson. Oh my! I don't, I'm not into Alan Richardson. Bob Philpott. Well, no, no, it's just no offense, Bob. He's just not my type. I understand. <laughs> Number nineteen, George Jefferson. Um, another show. It's kind of before my time. Uh, show started in '75. Yeah, I came about the world a few years later. Uh, but this one, uh, this one was of my time. Jack Arnold. Uh, any any idea? Oh, I know the name. I'm I'm getting upset. I can't think of it. Yeah, you're going to be upset when I tell you the name of the show. Uh, and there's a new show that kind of reminds me of this show that uh, I really really enjoy. You ready for it? The Wonder Years. Uh, oh, that is a good one. Yeah, that was a fun one. I mean, I remember growing up watching it with uh, Fred Savage, and I mean, I never understood the old guy's voice or anything, but Joe Cocker um, team. The Goldbergs. Have you watched that show? No. That show cracks me up. It's about uh, I get you now. Louis made a cartoon about his childhood. I didn't know that. Louis. Uh, you, oh yeah, okay. Not, I was not, thinking uh, Louis, Louis Anderson. Yeah, Louis. Yeah. yeah. Back when I, uh, I think it was called Louis too. Yeah, I remember that show. Um, well, this one the little kid with Louis Anderson's voice. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm Louis Anderson. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Goldbergs is kind of like uh, it's narrated by uh, the youngest son, and it, but it's literally his voice. It's not somebody else's voice, and um, he kind of goes. Uh, the real kid growing up was uh, infatuated with uh, video cameras, and he would always videotape everything. So he's taking his childhood, and he turned it into a sitcom called The Goldbergs. And uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, it has more good moments than bad. I don't know. I It's on, I think, Fox. I don't know. One of the channels I now get uh, with my newfangled antenna. Yeah. Glad it's working for you. Yeah, Jason Seaver from Growing Pains. Alan Thick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All we need is uh, Mark Gallagher here yeah. to talk Alan Thick to us. <laughs> Now I hear him on WBZ all the time doing those commercials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, is he in any relation to Robin Thicke? Is he Alan Thicke's... Uh, it, it, it is Alan Thicke Robin Thicke's father? Uh, he may be. I don't know. I, I'd have to look that one up, but he, I, I think there's a good chance that he is. All right, Dan Connor. That's who you were talking about earlier. Was it? Roseanne. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Is he? How high on the list is he? Now nah, he's number 16 out of 45. Boom. That's the year your parents get you a blue Camaro for your birthday. Yeah. Um, I don't... Yeah. Uh show started in 1988. Um, I think that show... It had to have been better than... Uh, um, what the show I just said? Uh, uh, the Wonder Years, because I remember that show a lot more than The Wonder Years. All right. I'm, that? I'm, I'm confirming it. Uh, Robin Thicke is Alan Thicke's son. Oh, yeah? Yes. Craziness. Oh. Well, uh, luckily, Robin Thicke already has plenty of money because, uh, well, I mean, he's not really going to be famous much longer. <laughs> I'd agree with you. Yeah. 
Now, this is one I don't agree with, is uh, Jesse from Full House. Um, was he even a dad? He was an uncle. Yeah. They should I, Maybe they should have an uncle's day, but we're not talking uncle's no, day. No, you don't get an uncle's day. Why, why do you get an uncle's day? Uncle's day is every day you drop the kids off with their actual parents. Well, what if you're a really good uncle? Kill the parents. Become their dad. <laughs> uh, Eric Camden from Seventh Heaven. Nope. Uh, yeah, he shouldn't be on the list. He had some things going Redacted. on. Yeah, yeah, they... they <laughs> I uh, would I now did he mess with the kids that were on the set or I don't know I don't look too into it I I read about it just to figure it out because I mean when you hear like this guy who is in, right in the light of the public doing this stuff um, I was just kind of curious but Steve Keaton from Family Ties 1982 hmm. Yep, I know that one you know that one Yep. Of course. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Michael was, uh, J. Fox Michael was J. in that Fox, one. Yeah. yeah. So I can imagine that. I mean, he's still the same size as he was. You know, I saw Michael J. Fox when he did the uh, celebrity thing. What does that thing. mean, he's still the same size he's, he's as he was? He's the same height, man. He, I mean, and he's shaking less lately because he got the pills going on. He looks better. I don't know. We saw the um, uh, the celebrity forum. He came here to the Memorial Auditorium to just oh, talk he? about his life. And it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was I got awesome. To, yeah, I got to go see it. The whole stage was set. The uh, the DeLorean was out front. <laughs> it was pretty wild. Oh man! Wow. Oh dude, yeah, that's this year. I keep forgetting this is the year that he comes to, comes to the future. It already happened. Yeah. No, is isn't it October twenty fifth? I don't know. I saw somebody on Facebook had a picture of the time, and I people like, have been posting that. Yeah, like and the they photoshopped the different years. Uh, I'm fairly certain it's October twenty fifth, nineteen fifty three, eighty three. Yep. Well, we're gonna have to watch the movie. Somebody just got on Friday. Yeah. We need some uh, hoverboards. Yeah, I know what the crap. Neil deGrasse uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson kind of. It's All right, we're we at six months. Yeah, I got a friend of mine who actually owns a DeLorean, and I got inside of it, and I was like, "What a letdown!" <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. There's a reason they stopped making them. Was it not like it's just very dated looking in there? Well, yeah, because it was in '85. Yeah, you're like, oh, a cassette player, and oh, it's just it doesn't. <laughs> it's, it's not real, uh, you know, fancy. Right, but I mean, if they kept making the DeLorean from '85 and yeah. like, till now, but I can imagine them getting in the way if you were like trying to park somewhere. Now it probably doesn't get any wider when you open the doors. No, the door pretty much goes straight up. Yeah, that's right. pretty awesome. Tim the Tool Man Taylor. What number is that? Thirteen. Number twelve. Number twelve. Dying. Yeah, Ward Cleaver at number eleven, of course. <laughs> You're hard on the Beaver. Al Bundy, number ten. There nice. we go. He's number one in my book. Oh, he's Peg. 1.0. I feel like I feel like Al Bundy all the time. Oh, Peg. Oh. <laughs> Danny Tanner. I was waiting for him. Number nine. Uh, Philip Banks. That's Philip Banks. That's for you. Number eight. Filling the streets with banks, I'm just running rolling a bank, down making these. operation out of his bank. Archie Bunker. Number seven. That that show got dark. Really? Yo, man. That's a great show. There's some later episodes that are insanely uncomfortable. There's one where a guy comes to the house uh, just to take advantage of Edith and kill her. Meanwhile, really? Archie is planning her surprise birthday party next door. <laughs> Everyone told her that she can't come next door, and then no one's going back to the house. So she's stuck there with this madman that's like, got like a, I think he's either got a gun or a knife door. Yeah. And it just like, like, take your coat off. And he's like, don't scream. 
And like that's the whole episode. And then that ends when he runs away. And the second part of that episode is they all go try to find him. <laughs> like that show got like real heavy. Re- wow, that's funny. See, I never got into that show. Oh man, I lived upstairs with my grandmother forever. So I mean, <laughs> she was into that show. I watched a lot of Perry Mason. Listen to a lot of Perry Como records. Well, we got about uh, five minutes left, so I'm going to scroll through scroll these last six real quick. And then we can dads. plug what we're doing. Uh, Howard Cunningham, number six. Happy days. Happy yep. days. Sheriff Andy Taylor, the Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> ben Cartwright from Bonanza, number four. Now, uh, I just don't get it. Charles Ingalls. Little House on the Prairie. Really? Come on. They're, they're really ending this on a, on a, a, a week. crap note. John Walton from the Waltons. Really? What's the number, one, number one's got to be good, because they really crapped out the last few. <laughs> this is falling apart. <laughs> yeah, you want to take a guess for number one? Is it Homer Simpson? Uh, no. Uh, it's Mr. Jello Puddin' himself. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Heathcliff. If you never remember, I'll always be the best father. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay with that one. Why? Yeah. Well, you're in a generation above me where... Uh, that was very popular. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I mean, you can't really go back in time and change what... And, and with this whole thing that he's been going through. Yeah, that doesn't help. No. Donald Trump, he's on the news. I'm voting for him. Trump, Trump, <laughs> Trump, 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 vote Alan Richardson. <laughs> hey, uh, Mr. Alan Richardson, where can we find you? Well, July 9th, I'll be starting up a room at Gemstones in Lowell. It's uh, be at 8 o'clock. Cover's going to be 5 bucks. I'm gonna, gonna I'm probably going to do 3 bucks for UML students. Gemstones in Lowell, where is that? Uh, right that? above the Blue Shamrock on yeah. Market Street. Okay. Stones so. Throw from WCAP. Yeah. And what days are you going to do that? It's uh, going to be every other Thursday, starting okay, July cool. 9th. Oh. What time does it start? 8. 8 o'clock. So you All right. You cancel the first hour of the show. Come do the, Come do a set. Yeah, I mean, I can, because it's all podcast, right? So, hey, I have to check it out. Um, I'm going to be over at the uh, the Shriners Auditorium on Saturday. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a nice early afternoon show. Um, Mark Gallagher, Matt Barry. Yeah, um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I don't do comedy near as much as I'd like to, but um, so it will be a good opportunity to do it. I looked at that website. There are a ton of comics at that thing. Yeah, yeah, there are certainly a lot of comedians. I know Ken Reed, uh, Ken Reed he'll be headlining. That's awesome. Yeah, um, and I'm on the 2.30 show, so... Uh, there, there's going to be two shows both days. I think like five to seven comics on. Oh. I'm going to be on the show with Nathan Burke, so that's cool. That's going to be fun. I was thinking about bringing my kids as well. I mean, it has to be family-friendly comedy, so um, hey, <laughs> why not bring them? Yeah. Because there's going to be a lot of stuff to do. There's going to be like a, a Jim Henson workshop. Oh, that's awesome. On, uh, on, on Muppets, there's going to be, uh, I think... If you've ever thought about being a voice actor, there there's gonna be like script reads for really? when uh, cartoons like do their thing. You can read the script. I was thinking about getting in on that, and doing some of uh, the the script reading. Uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, no, it sounds like it's gonna be a Ooh, great so time. Saturday, uh, free parking. <laughs> Ooh, that's the best part. Yeah, I hear it's uh, really easy for parking. Uh, Ten uh, kids under seven is free. Uh, kids up to thirteen, I think, is ten dollars. 
I don't have all the prices in my head, but uh, there's a lot going on. Adam West is going to be there. Adam Wee. <laughs> I think, like I said, most kids know know him from Family Guy now. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get all the A's out of my body. Ah! <laughs> so many different stupid things they have him saying. He's so funny. Yeah, it's it's great. And uh, you know, if it's something he can keep doing, he's a novelty. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jim Steranko, I guess, is going to be there. Who is that, by the way? <laughs> oh, Kevin Sorbo, he canceled. Oh man! I th- oh, he's an artist for comic books. Yeah, that's what I was or, trying uh, to say. The shield. My mic was turned off. <laughs> that's yeah. what happened. I wasn't yeah. trying to read the flyer. <laughs> I have better eyesight. Technical <laughs> difficulties. Yeah. So hey, uh, come check it out, man. Saturday, a lot of comics, uh, and can't miss it. Uh, next week, I don't. I think Mark Gallagher will be joining us. I don't know who else. I'll probably stop you, in. You'll hang out. I'll come cool. hang out. So uh, thank you, Alan Richardson. Thank, thank you, you Bob Philpot. Thank you, Bob Philpot. And uh, thank all of dance, you. Dance, hey, dance, and tune in tomorrow dance, on the morning dance, show. We're gonna dance, have some fun dance, talking dance, about dance, our. Uh, dance, we're gonna give out our first dance, cappies dance, uh, uh, for for our uh, most regular dance, listener, dance, favorite regular dance, listener dance, or caller. All that stuff. So hey, have a good night, everybody. Get some sleep. I know I sure am. Good night, everybody. Dad's 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 dad's